Where is your boy tonight? I've got mine right here. This is From Under the Door Tree, your go-to source for the band Fallout Boy and emo music from the early 2000s. I am your host, Eric, and with me, as always, is the beat to my Patrick. Mick, what's up, buddy? Fucking nothing, man. Hey, it's been a while, buddy. It's It's been a while. Okay. We can't, we can't, we can't, we can't say that on the podcast. No, what's up, man? It's been... we Last week, we had our, our canned episode. And we canned? Yeah, we had an episode that we oh, had in the yeah. can. <laughs> I think all these... Did you like that episode? Did I think all these episodes it? should be thrown in the can. That's <laughs> true. In the, in, the, in the loo. Bro, I had a dream about poop the other last night. <laughs> You just, you're just, you uh, were in it. You're just smiling ear to ear when you woke up. No, 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 no. Okay. If trigger warning, guys, if you don't like poop, I'm going to make it just a, a little story. There's going to be some mention of poop in it. Uh, Mick, we were, you and I, and Derek and Gabby and Carly, and Sam was there too. We were all at some like British pub. Okay. And like we were watching like so- football. And I was like, oh man, guys, I got I to gotta poop. I can't, I can't be in here. I got I to find, I got to find the John. And, uh, and then I might cut all this out, so it's fine. Uh, I, <laughs> I'm trying to find bath, and I have I have this reoccurring nightmare where I'm and there's tons of bathrooms, and I can never find the right one because like one's like dirty or one's like not working, and I poop and there's poop on me, and I'm like, oh man, I'm wearing all white because I'm wearing a Toontown like a Toon uh, Toon Squad jersey outfit from the, uh, the movie uh, Space Jam. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, it's so visible. I'm wearing this Toon Squad je- jersey. I'm wearing my away Toontown jersey. <laughs> I, I wish I had been wearing my home one where no one could have seen the poop. It was so strange. <laughs> God, that's disgusting. I'm so sorry. I I want to tell you about a dream I had, and mm-hmm. we will get to Fallout Boy and Fallout Boy related things. Yes, and also, you bis- you may never hear this because I'm not sure this dream is appropriate. Yeah. So if there's a, a big uh, blank space after this. Um, Taylor Swift. You'll know why. So... This is uh, from Under the Dork Tree. Yep. Um, we talk about our dreams. We talk about our goals. We talk about our aspirations. It's a pretty short podcast because we're in our late 30s and we don't have any goals or dreams anymore. All of our <laughs> dreams are over. <laughs> What's going on? What are, we, what are we doing? Why are we here? What's our mission statement? What's our mission statement? We are here to bring you a complete and comprehensive telling of the band Fall Out Boy from Chicago. Yes. Uh, we are doing our best to make sure that we uncover all of the secrets, all the juicy details that, uh, you know, that kind of come with the band and their fame and their meteoric rise. If you go on to iTunes or Spotify and you want to leave a bad review, just remember we're doing our best. Are you okay with You're okay with criticizing someone doing their best? I'm wow, trying. what a piece of shit you Fuck are. Fuck you. What was the name of the person who left us the bad review? <laughs> it was like Tamara or something like that. Fuck you, Tam- Tia and Tamara. T- Tammy. Um, <laughs> Tia and Tamara. So look, and I think up until this point, we've done, I know, we're kind of out of Fall Out Boy things to talk about. No, well, yes, for now. There is one major part of the Fallout Boy universe that we have not talked about. Okay. And that is the premier Fallout Boy podcast from Under the Dork Tree. I've heard of them, yes. So on today's episode, we're going to be doing a deep dive on everyone's, the consensus Agreed upon best podcast in the Fallout Boy universe. Yeah, I definitely feel like if you asked anybody on the internet and they asked, like, if you're like, hey, is there a podcast that covers Fallout Boy and kind of covers them from like bookend to bookend? Like, what would it be? And they'd be like, oh, it's from under the door tree. Even before you finish the, state, the sentence, they start telling you. Oh, absolutely. I, I walk up with people in the middle of the street, in the middle you of the street. You walk in the middle of the street. And I'm like, hey, what what podcast? And then they just start screaming, from under the dark tree, from <laughs> under the dark tree. And I'm like, where are those shots coming from? <laughs> from under the dark tree. 
Sorry, I only have my card on me. Ugh. Anyway. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's, we're gonna be, that's the deep dive we're going on. Yeah, we're going to be talking about what the ins and outs. I think you've got some stuff prepared about like what we want to kind of discuss about the show. Yeah, we, it's time to, it's, we're, 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 we're closing the, we're tying a knot on Fall Out Boy. It's time. We did, we did tie the knot on Fall Out Boy last week. We're, we're double knotting it. <laughs> we're one, two, buckling our shoes <laughs> on Fall Out Boy. Okay, well, before that, Mick, do you want to go into any kind of media consumption you've taken this week? I mean, it's been like three, four, five, six, seven weeks since we've recorded, so I have a lot of media to go into, so. I would love to hear all the media you've You know into. what that means. It's, it's, it's media, media corner lightning round. Let's do it. Or let's just go quick. Um, I don't want to go quick. I want to go. I want to go on many tangents. Yeah, I want to go on like four or five tangents each. Each topic. Uh, okay, number one. Uh, Matt, uh, Matthew Perry died. Yes, unfortunately. Yes, Chandler. Is it big, um, big blow to anyone who could consider themselves the funny guy in their group of friends. I know. I felt really bad about it. <laughs> um, you love the whole nine yards. That's like one of your favorite I love, movies. I love the whole nine yards. I love Fools Rush In. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, you love, love the whole ten yards. Ten yard fight. <laughs> we never watched the, t- the whole ten yards. Do you remember watching the trailer for it? I don't even know what the whole ten yards is. Is that is that a sequel to the whole nine yards? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing. It was. There's yeah. like it's like they're in like Mexico or something. Okay. And there's like a, a cockfighting sub subline. I don't think it did very well. Okay. I'm surprised they got they all got old Bruce Willis and Amanda Peet back to uh, Bruno. Yeah. Um. So you just want to give a quick shout out to the 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 Perry estate. Yeah, Carly was showing me like his um his like Instagram post before he died, and he was at, she was like, yeah, I think something's going on like headwise because like he kept like taking pictures of himself in that hot tub that he like died in, and he was like, I'm sorry if it gets a little morose right yeah. now, <laughs> but like he was like talking about like how he was like Batman, but he was not Batman, he was Matman. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Like it was a weird kind of thing at the time. So I don't. I mean, who knows? Like we don't. It's still preliminary stages. We don't know about the whole. The whole nine yards of this whole thing. Yeah. But, well, yeah. that's unfortunate, but good thing Carly's on the case. She's going she's <laughs> she to figure this out. Yeah, she's going to sniff it out. Um, okay, what else? Um, so the Britney Spears memoir came out oh, since yes. the last time we recorded. Another blow to Justin Timberlake. <laughs> and I just want to take my victory lap as someone yes. who's been like vocally anti-Justin Timberlake <laughs> for a long time now. Like um, You're a- running with the flag. You know, you're just... <laughs> Um, uh, if you haven't already seen this, she, uh, recounts a bunch of bad stories about Justin Timberlake, but specifically one where he ran into the, the, the genuine on the streets of New York. Have you seen this? No, but I know I love genuine. Um, and then he basically changes his like inflation. It basically just tries to talk like what his perception of like how black people talk. Oh, like he code switches. Yes. Oh, wow. And then, um, oh man, she's bugging (laughs) in, you know, in 2000. 2000 i assume when mm-hmm. this happened even britney spears is like oh my god this is so lame oh shit so it's like 23 later is just her tear, like t- tearing him apart he 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 basically talks like what's up i like your bling you're really thugged out oh right now oh my god um <laughs> and then there is a story coming out about how justin like as part of this whole in sync reunion uh-huh he was on the precipice of like a big comeback and now it's just like ruined because of the, the because of the the Britney Spears memoir. Oh, okay. So you know, good, good. Um, also, genuine one of my favorite returning characters from uh, Parks and Recreation. <laughs> Was he in Parks and Recreation? Oh yeah, he's like uh, what's her <laughs> name? The actress Retta. Her uh, Donna, I think her name's mm-hmm. Donna in the show. Like that's her cousin. Okay, and he's always like coming back onto the show like in the later seasons as her cousin, mm, but I playing didn't... himself as genuine. Yeah, I didn't really watch the later seasons. Yeah. I feel like I missed like the last like two it's okay. seasons. It, it gets it. it's a little eh, but it's fine. I'll watch it right now. Okay, we'll stop um, recording. 
<laughs> so yeah, fuck you, Justin Timberlake. Um, yeah. Hopefully this year just keeps getting worse for you. <laughs> I want only bad things for you. Um, the new Mario game came out. I'm not going to talk about it. I'm just going to say it's good. Okay. Oh, my company. We we just uh we we sell some Mario themed products, and our our uh, my director was just like, "Hey, like our stuff is going off right now because of fucking <laughs> Mario movie." And I was like, "Hey, good, yeah, it's good." Can you get me a discount on some of your Mario related things? I can get them. I can get you free Mario stuff, but it can only be worn by Elena because it's like we don't make adult <laughs> Mario stuff. Oh, that ruins the joke I was about to make. Oh, okay. So just fill in fill in what you think I was gonna say, and okay. then just and then just say it in your head because I don't want to put that on, on the world. Okay, good. Um, my last, you know what? I want to save kind of my last lightning round guy. I want you to go into your sure media corner and then I'm going to come back and I'm going to, and then I have a question for you. Like, okay. Th- it's like, that's kind of like my, my media. It's like to, my, I have a media question for you. So okay. what's, what do you have? Go ahead. So my first media, uh, it's, we're recording this on November 2nd. We are just closing the book on the spooky season for, mm-hmm. uh, the year. Uh, I want to talk about horror movies. Uh, mm. I watched, I pretty much. Only during the month of October, I watch nothing but horror movies. Um, but more specifically, Carly and I went to uh, the little art house theater we have in downtown Las Vegas. It's called the Beverly Theater. Okay. And they were doing a screening of Twin Peaks Fire Walk with me, which some people wouldn't say is really like a horror movie, but it is like a uneasy kind of arty movie. Suspenseful. Suspenseful, dark, but there's like, there's demonic aspects to it. Okay. Um <laughs> Is there really? Yeah, there is. Like Twin Peaks has like demons and stuff in it. <laughs> I never got into that. That wasn't a, a, a Tumblr community I commuted, I commuted to. You're so. better off for it because <laughs> this is just my life now. Okay. Um. Yeah. So we watched Twin Peaks Fire Walk with me, and then because of that, I went down like a David Lynch like suspense hole. Uh, so I went through. I watched Mulholland Drive. We uh some other movies we watched during this season was like uh the the 1974 version of Suspiria. Very good Dario Argento movie. Um, but more specifically, uh, we watched 2003's Dreamcatcher, which is a Stephen King movie. Um, <clears throat> totally bonkers, insane, very, a very bad movie. <laughs> a lot of it has to deal with pee pee poo poo stuff and aliens coming out of poo poo holes. Um, but the mo- the start, like this, the movie is fucking stacked. Okay. So this is a shitty piece of shit movie. I'm going to read off the cast to you right now. Tom Jane, The Punisher. Uh, Jason Lee, my name is Earl. Morgan Freeman. Uh, okay. Tom Sizemore. <laughs> really buried the lead with Morgan Freeman at three. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, Tom Sizemore is a better actor than Morgan Freeman. Uh, Tom Sizemore, uh, Donnie Wahlberg, mm-hmm. Mark Wahlberg's brother, Marky Mark. Oh, yeah. Um, and I'm just, I'm totally spacing it. There's, there's so many more, but, uh, yeah, total piece of shit movie. If you like Dreamcatcher, if you like bad movies, like Dreamcatcher is definitely one you should watch. It is insane and disgusting and totally incoherent at times, and it's probably one of my new favorite horror movies. Is this like the, is this like a the, the room situation where it's so bad that it's good? It's it is yes it is, but it's not as like but it's it's like imagine the room, but it's it had like a star studded cast. Okay, so yeah, yeah, and and Stephen King, it's a Stephen King book. So. But like yeah, like Louis the Fifth Beetle told me that like Stephen King was just high on painkillers the whole time he wrote it. So <laughs> I don't know, he's the he's the Stephen King guy. That sounds like a great time. Um, I, you know what? I, I'm not even sure this is a Stephen King book. Mm-hmm. I might be totally wrong about this. The Langoliers. I know that. And I know the name. I don't, I don't remember it. It's, it's a movie and it's like they, it's these people who fall asleep on a plane and when they wake up, everyone is gone. Oh, oh, it is a book by Stephen King. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And like Paul Giamatti is in it. 
If Paul Giamatti when did he make is like the movie. So is it? I don't know. I saw the movie like it's probably been twenty years since I saw the movie. Oh okay. Oh wow, Paul Giamatti. Yeah yeah yeah. We like Paul Giamatti. We love Paul Giamatti. Uh, my grandma, before she died of brain cancer, told me that one of the actors in that movie, like we were related to. Oh, really? Like the author. There's a character on the on the plane who falls asleep. The okay. uh, the author. Okay. And that we are supposed to be related to him. Oh, weird. And then there's like big like balls that come and crunch and eat the eat space and stuff. It's big balls, badass, huh? dude. Um, we'll have to we'll have to ask. Um, you know. Maybe if we have a guest coming up here, who knows if we've got an authority <laughs> on Stephen King? We'll find out. Um, yeah, that's great. Yeah, no. So yeah, I mean, I, I think, I think also uh, the Beverly Theater here in town, like they do like a jazz night where it's like they have like a little jazz ensemble. So you and me, like we like jazz. We're jazz guys. <laughs> I'm not gonna go to that with you. I'm not gonna. You go want to watch some jazz with me? No, I don't want to be around a bunch of white guys who are in the jazz. <laughs> yeah, that does sound awful. <laughs> it's one of those. It's one of those things I, I you maybe enjoy in your car when you need to unwind a little right, bit, but I don't want to be around other people who like. <laughs> You're like, oh, take five is amazing. Yes. Stop. Okay. Well, um, well, that's my media for this for the spooky season. Uh, my other media. Can I go? Do you want to go to your? Keep going. Okay. Keep cranking out some media. Uh, <laughs> my other media is listeners of Fallout Boy who who know Fallout Boy. Uh, Pete Wentz has released a new signature bass mm. uh, from the company Sterling by Ernie Ball Music Man. Uh, it is a Stingray-style bass, and uh, it looks really good. It's a, it's a low, low price of $649 Wow, for a you know a passive bass. Uh, and I'm just like, I wonder if I should just use the money that we've got in our Ko-Fi account to buy part <laughs> of this bass and not ask Mick about it. Um, I wouldn't know. I probably wouldn't even think about it. You probably try, that's probably true. It'd probably be a couple years and I'm like, wait, they're having that money. <laughs> like, don't worry about it, bro. <laughs> uh, no, I did reach out and I did reach out to Sterling, uh, and said like, Hey, I've got a Fall Out Boy podcast. Why don't you send me one of those guitars and I get, you know, check it out and we'll do a little social media thing. And they said, uh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, you got, you got no clout. Cease and assist. Yeah, All pretty right. much. Uh, but if we do get one, we're gonna have it on the, we're gonna have it on the Instagram. Okay. Uh, yeah, keep your eyes peeled on more bases on the Instagram. <laughs> I, did, I, did, I, I did buy a new base the other day. Did you? How many bases do I you have? I have three bases now. You can only, you only play one at a time. I know. I, do. I should get a double base. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you need different, you have different tones. It's all about the tone. One One's a precision base with round wound strings. The other one's with flat wound strings. But I want that, that Motown sound. Okay. And the other one's just jazz bass that I got for like nothing. Maybe you should play a little bass on the podcast. I could. I got new, Carly got me that new amp. It's fucking kick ass. And I'll I'll scat over it. <laughs> oh, like uh, Scatman John. Kind of. <laughs> Ooh, Scatman Crothers. It's what normally our nights end with, me scatting on you. You are just the scat man. That's true. <laughs> anyway, so that's, those are my two media things. What's your, what's your last media question? You said Tom Sizemore is a better actor than Morgan Freeman? Absolutely he is. Is that? I don't even know. I have You no, would know Tom Sizemore if you saw him. I know him from the early 2000s VH1 reality show Saving Sizemore. Oh, yes. Well, yeah. Where he was just... Where I... Uh, Friends and family and guests of this podcast know that I was a big fan of this kind of like weird niche VH1 style reality that was around in like the early 2000s. Yeah, like a train wreck in slow motion. Just, But I didn't like that one because it was like, oh, it's just Tom Sizemore being a drug addict. It's like, this isn't fun. Yeah, because like, he's so good. He's such a good actor, though. Yeah, I didn't even... What movies is Tom he Sizemore? He was in Saving been? Private Ryan. Uh, he was in the movie Strange Days with uh, Ray Fiennes okay. and um, Angela Bassett. Uh, he was in... Uh, what's it? the Dreamcatcher movie we just watched? <laughs> uh, yeah, and Tom Sizemore—he's also in Twin, Twin Peaks season three. Wow, he only made it to season three, huh? 
Well, there was only season three. Oh. That was the one that came out in 2016, which is the best television that's ever been made. Saving Private Ryan is just like fucking 12 white guys, and I couldn't even be able to tell them all apart if I... That's why it was so popular. (laughs) (laughs) And we're like, no Mexicans, no blacks. It's World War II. But it's like like you just kind of erase that that whole thing even happened with other people. You're trying to you you're saying that saving private save it saving private wa- saving private Wyan walked <laughs> a little baby just walked saving into the private Wyan walked so Ocean's Eleven could run. I don't know what that means, but yeah, <laughs> I guess so. You know who was in Saving Private Ryan? Uh, Paul Giamatti. Was he really? Yeah, he's like it, that's the thing. With saving Private Ryan, like Spielberg had just such weird like. You know, he can just call up anybody. So, like, there are all these, like, weird, like, one-off, one-scene people. And it's, like, Paul Giamatti, Ted Danson. Wow. Like, it's weird, man. That's so weird. Yeah, it's very weird. Can I tell you the very intimate story about the only time I've ever seen Saving Private sure. Ryan? So, um, this is a little bit of a throwback. You gotta be a little older. You have to be an elder emo to remember oh, this. Okay. Um, yeah, get that SEO in there. So, um... You know, the way they used to, like, scramble HBO and Showtime. Like, you know, you'd have your cable provider. Yes, exactly. You'd have your cable provider and channels in Las Vegas. is like 50 through 60 or something like that were scrambled. But you could kind of maybe make out what was happening sometimes. Mm -hmm. So I would be watching that for some more illustrious entertainment. You mean you're watching to hear, like, moans and stuff. Yeah, I'm trying to see someone, like, pop a titty or something. (laughs) Yeah, of course. On, like, scrambled HBO. So I was doing this one night, and I guess they weren't... I I was on the wrong channel or something, or they just weren't doing adult television. Mm -hmm. The Spice Channel wasn't happening yet. And they were playing Saving Private Ryan. Okay. But it was, like, kind of scrambled, kind of half-scrambled. Okay. And I watched the whole movie scramble. Why? <laughs> because I got into it. I was okay. like, I was watching. Because that's how captivating Spielberg is. You know, they were storming the beaches of Normandy. Of and I was like, I kind of, like, even though it's scrambled, I kind of get what's going on here. <laughs> you know, I get the, I get the, so, like, it's, it's a, you know, I got the nuts and pieces, the nuts and bolts from that. And I yeah, was yeah, like, yeah. kind of just trying to make out. It's like, I think they're showing up at the guy's door right now, like. To let him let his parents know, you know. So like, um, it's 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 just it's. It, so you watch the whole like three hour movie just scramble. I did, yeah. <laughs> did you? And you haven't watched it since. No, I've never seen it since. <laughs> so I don't really know what happened. That's why I'm so surprised when you tell me that um Paul Giamatti and Ted Danson are Nathan in it. Fillion is also the the first Private Ryan that they confuse with Matt Damon. They're like, oh, Private Ryan, your brothers are dead. Nathan Fielder is in Saving Nathan Private Fillion, not oh. Nathan Fielder. Yeah. Uh, my brothers are dead. <laughs> um. Okay. Oh, yeah. And you asked me what my other question was. Yes. Okay. I, this is... You, I'm just going to ask you mm-hmm. a question. And you, if you want to, we, we don't have to talk about it. Do you want to talk about the chili incident? Yeah. You know what? Let's fucking talk about the chili incident. <laughs> Who do you... Do you want, do you want me to, to lead this? You or? know, you, you fucking... Yeah, you lead it. I'll just... I'll, I'll, I'll come in when I can. So, um, our compatriots, our friends group, fringe friends group... Mm-hmm. Held a chili-based loose competition, you know. Chili-based because the winner of the competition wasn't a fucking chili. <laughs> I'm it. That's not what we're here to discuss. Chili was had. There were sides. There was a good time had by all. And unfortunately, um, the host of this podcast, Eric, co-host. I'd say you're the host, and I'm the secondary host. Sure. The Eric Matthew Tillman, the 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 host of this podcast um failed to impress with his show <laughs> okay and i just want and i just want to see if you want to talk about it you want to talk it out you know what here's my here's you know what let me go off for a second okay mm-hmm. 
I, I, you know, I made the cardinal sin of trying to make a healthy, delicious chili with turkey meat as opposed <laughs> to just braised beef and pork and all that. I made a nice chili with turkey, black beans, and tomatoes. Real simple, but the spices, you know, they spoke up for it. I, you know, it was really sp- it was a spicy chili. I threw some uh, some uh, garam uh, Indian spices in there, and I'm sorry that it was like it was just not appreciated. I should have I should have just put a you know a stew in there instead and said it was a chili, and then I would have right, gotten all, all right. the fucking praise. <laughs> I just wanted to give you the, you know, I know this, I wanted to give you the floor. I wanted to give you a platform to talk about this. Shout outs to Tom, the real one, the real, a uh, Tom, the Duke, you're a real one. Thank you for voting for my chili. I didn't vote for my own. I didn't know that. I didn't get the memo that you could vote for your own chili. I was trying to be like, <laughs> I was trying to be magnanimous, like a, like a member of Congress and say, I'm not going to vote for myself. That's, that's in poor taste. But everybody else is just like, oh yeah, I'll vote for me. I'll vote for me twice. There's probably election fraud. <laughs> There were definitely some hanging chads that I noticed mm-hmm. uh, in this chili situation. I just, you know, look, I, 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 I thought your chili was was perfectly fine. Uh huh. You know, okay. I just, I, I wish you put a little bit more into your chili because I feel like you're better than that. Okay, but your chili was tasty. I enjoyed my chili. Yeah, it was good. Anyways. <laughs> For Friendsgiving, I've got, I've got, I got a fucking bring a big thing of that chili. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can't announce the knock, knock the fucking ham off the counter. I've got something planned for Friendsgiving, so let's just leave it at that. You're like you're you're gonna you've you've been you're a lover scorned. You're gonna show up. I'm gonna, it lit a fire under my ass. <laughs> I look forward to it. Good. This is what you need. This is what you need to find inspiration. I, I operate out of spite. That's like my biggest driving <laughs> driving force in my life is spite. So. I like that. Well, there you go. I'm going to start telling you you're doing a bad job more often. Bro, I, <laughs> that's the only way to get me Yeah, that's the only way to get me motivated. Just tell me I'm bad at something and I'll just I'm like fuck you. I'm going to start whispering in your ear that you uh that you're failing at life. I'm like, "I know." <laughs> okay, I think that's media corner. Uh give us a little ring ding if you have any thoughts on Chili. Um who's a better actor between Tom Sizemore and Morgan Freeman? That doesn't feel right. Morgan Freeman's like in love with his niece. Do you remember that? Like he was dating his niece. <laughs> I for a don't while. remember that at all. I think like it's like his like niece is like he was like dating his niece. He was like seventeen. Okay, no, I don't yet. Yeah, no, you, I believe it. We'll go on break. Uh, but before we go on break, let me let me just read. We did get a, another five star review on iTunes, so I just want to shout this person out before we we head out. Uh, this is to uh, Michelle or Michelle 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 uh, Michelle. <laughs> what, what do you? What makes you think it's just not Michelle? Well, it's only it's M I. You know how you spell Michelle like M I C H E L L E. I guess so, it's yeah. just one L, so okay. it's like Michelle. It could be okay. like a French name, a French man. Ha ha ha. Michelle Michelle T eighty said five stars. I really enjoy these dudes. This podcast is fantastic for great commentary on Fallout Boy and so many other topics. I find myself out loud agreeing or disagreeing as if I'm chatting with Eric and Mick themselves. Elder millennial here. Get ready to take my kids to Fall Out Boy in March, and I appreciate being walked through some of their albums that I didn't enjoy so much. Uh, and I find appreciation for them through this podcast. Thanks, guys. Um, so, yes. Thank you so much, listener, for uh, giving us that review. Uh, we will always shout you out if you do give us a five-star review, especially if you give us a five-star review and you say it's a bad podcast. I will definitely <laughs> read that. Um, but once again, guys, you know, like, leave us a review on iTunes. Leave us a, a follow on Spotify. And... Um, 
I guess with that, do you want to go take a break? We'll like freshen up some drinks. I think actually there are two actual Fallout Boy thing related things we should knock out real oh, quick. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it was recently um, Halloween, like two days ago. Oh, I, yes, of course. Um, and so Patrick dressed up as Beetlejuice. Andy dressed up as Thor. Uh, Joe dressed up as a Ghostbuster. And Pete dressed up as a wolf. Uh, further confirming that he is a, a furry. furry. Yes, absolutely. Um, and there's nothing really even to add on to that. It's just something we already know. It's just more, more evidence. You know, another, another round in the chamber, right? Proving that uh, Pete Wentz is also. I mean, but maybe like maybe like dismissing Patrick because Patrick he did he kind of went the extra mile. Mm-hmm. I think uh, <laughs> specific, specifically Andy and Joe were like, oh, I guess we'll just stop at Target and get a fucking yeah. costume. <laughs> but those two went like into it. Mm-hmm. And so, like, you know, Pete was just like, I want a furry costume. Let me get one out of the closet. <laughs> I just had this custom made for uh, $12,000. It's coming from <laughs> Germany. Um, so, yeah. yeah, just a little Halloween update on the boys. And also, they announced this um, Take This to Your Grave 20th anniversary mm. box. And um, it's, did you look into this at all? I did, yeah. There's a, it's a coffee table book slash LP release. Yeah. It looks uh, cool. It's like a bunch of like little behind the scenes. There's and... not many pages though. It's like yeah. 23 pages, uh, and there's also like, but there's two unreleased demos. That's really the big thing. Yeah, of course. That's what I'm most excited about. So whenever those get released, we'll be there. Are we? Are, you, are we getting copies for each other? I, maybe that'll be your Christmas presents for each other. <laughs> I think they're sold out already. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Oh. I think they sold out the day of. Well, I already got you your Christmas present, so it's I'm not gonna get you anything else. Will you give it to me right now? It's not here yet. Sorry, buddy. Is it my furry suit? <laughs> <laughs> no, don't want to race. Don't want to ruin the surprise. We should be furries. We should be furries. Yeah. Okay. Let's be furries. Okay. It's decided. It's decided. All right. Well, here. How about this? We'll take a quick break, and we'll come right back, and we'll talk about the number one podcast covering Fallout Boy and Fallout Boy related things. Hell yeah! Cool song. It's a good song. hey you're listening to the Dork Tree uh, podcast right now. Eric made me do four of these kind of advertisement bumps telling you to like and subscribe and follow. So this is number four. I've ran out of creative things to say. Um, follow us on Instagram at DorkTreePod. Follow us on Twitter at Grand Theft Podum. Uh, go to the Ko-Fi, which I assume is... Eric, what's the name of the Ko-Fi? Dork Tree Pod. Dork Tree Pod and... Um, you know, buy some t-shirts and some stickers and always just, uh, like, and subscribe wherever you get your podcast and tell your buddies about it. Thank you. And we're back. This is from under the dork tree and this is birdhouse in your soul by they might be giants. What a tune. Yeah. You like the, the, the kind of bookends of this, uh, this break. They're what? from your wedding playlist. <laughs> oh, did you? Just, are you just playing? The yeah, wedding? pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, fans of um, the Twitter account know how much I like. They might be giants, a perfect band. You know, so they are a perfect band. They are. The yeah, giants fucking, are good dudes. They rock out. I wouldn't say they rock out. They rock out in their own special way. That's true. They rock out with their cocks in. <laughs> it's like it's very cold. They were in the pool. <laughs> All right, you want to get into it? Let's get the fuck into it tell us what we're covering today i just don't think that you can claim to be the comprehensive uh podcast about the band fallout boy without talking about one of the most important touchstones in the fan base 
the podcast. Truly, yes. We are a, a pillar of the community. <laughs> We're quite possibly the most important and most influential driving force in the Fallout Boy community. Right. I mean, like, barring the actual members of Fallout Boy themselves, Patrick Stump, Pete Wentz, and Joe Troman, Andy Hurley. It's I, you and me. I can't tell you how many times I've walked up to, like, a random group of people at a Fallout Boy show and said, hey, have you heard of the podcast from Mother Dork Tree? And they said... I can't tell you. Oh, you can't. Okay, no. then don't. Okay, please then don't. <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not legally obligated. You know what's funny is that you have you. I, I maybe it's just because you're outside more than I am. I'm sort of a shut in. <laughs> You've had people tell you like, "Oh, you're the podcast guy." Yeah, I, and I'm yeah. just like, I'm I'm in my house tw- <laughs> 17 hours a day. It is true. I mean, I, um, it, it's hard to pinpoint exactly how many people are listening to this podcast. Oh, I mean, it's not. It's thousands of thousands and tens, right, tens of, of thousands. Yes. But I have had experiences, and I had a guy at work be like, oh, I know you, you're from the podcast, and that was an insane thing. Uh-huh. Um, and then, yeah, I, uh, we, we talked about the, the the friends I made at the Fallout Boy show. Who yes, are like, of course. Who are basically just like, oh, yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah. <laughs> and that Which is it. more than we would have ever expected yeah. from when we started this show. <laughs> um, so, yeah, let's let's deep dive into it. Um, let's start at the beginning. Yes. Um, I'm born. <laughs> I'm crawling out of my mother's vagina. Um, oh wait, no! I was born birch. I was out of, I was out of the stomach. Really? Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, you were like a C-section. I was birth? a C-section baby. I never knew that about you. Yeah, there you go. The I more you a, know. I was a test tube baby. Were you really? Yeah. Oh wow! I did not know that. <laughs> Do you remember that kids in the hall sketch? <laughs> no. It's it's Bruce, and he's talking to this guy, and he's like. Basically saying that he's famous for being the first test tube baby. <laughs> okay, we'll have to watch. I, I'm gonna make. I'm gonna make us watch it at some point. Did, did you see all the uh, kids in the hall? The, uh, the kids in the hall Twitter account was retweeting everybody wearing a uh, kids in the hall themed costume for this Halloween. Oh, we should have so done they, that. Yeah, we should have. They had uh, obviously they had the um, the violator. Oh, yeah, not the vi- was it the violator with the tennis guy? I'm the eradicator. Th- yes, yes. <laughs> and then they had uh, Bruce's other character, Bruce the kid. He's like, you know, oh, yeah. in, in France they've got spoon millionaires. <laughs> Um, yeah, we'll have to do a Kids in the Hall um, a Halloween costume. It'll just next be year. me and you and 50-year-olds who get it. <laughs> yeah, the 50-year-olds who don't go outside and don't know how to use the internet. Yeah, so. exactly. How many retweets were those uh, Kids in the Hall? Uh, like 200 at the <laughs> most, maybe. Oh, uh, we're getting old. Yes, we are. Um, let's start at the beginning. Yes. Um, it's my understanding from reading their Wikipedia page that on the... Um, New Year's, what would we call it? This is New Year's 23 and New Year's 22. The New Year's, this is New ends, Year's 23. The New Year that ends? Oh, 20, I guess it would be 22. Yeah. Um, I think you're right. Actually, it's 23. <laughs> no, well, it's New Year's Eve 2022. So. But the conversation, and this is, and I don't know this from personal experience. I just know this from don't eat chips. Okay. Sorry. While we're trying to record. Okay. I know this from reading the Wikipedia page. Okay. He's putting the chips away. <laughs> The actual conversation didn't take place until 2023. That's true. You're right. Because, yes. So I guess it is New Year's New Year's Day. Yeah, we showed up after midnight. Yes. Um, and rumor has it Eric was shit faced drunk. Rumor has it. Um, he had to change his adult diapers in the bathroom. <laughs> he smelt of. Urine. I got it all over my Toon Squad jersey. <laughs> um, and you know, just a couple a couple drunk jagaloons in their friend's kitchen. Decided that they were. It was it was uh, appointment conversation to talk about 2007's Infinity on High. Yeah, and can I just 
take a moment to, to can you let me take a victory lap <laughs> and have had have let me let you 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 Mick eat your humble pie because I was like Infinity High is fucking great and you were like that's a good album. Yeah, Infinity on High is good. I think we we talked about this when we yes, did that. We did. We're kind of both right. That no, record, no, no. I'm kind of right, and you were wrong. <laughs> it, yeah, uh, <laughs> whatever. We're not, we don't need to go back into Infinity on High. Okay, but you, I almost feel ardent, like, ardent Wham's defender, Mick. <laughs> you know who loves Foley Adu now. I also think that night you might have said that the other stuff, like getting into, oh, I'm sure I did. Like, yeah, like the whole save rock and roll and all yeah. that era was really good too. Which we discovered. No, no, no. I don't think I said that that night. I was like, oh, well, that none of that, all that is shit, but Infinity on High is really good. When now I'll eat the crow, because I'm like, I love Save Rock and Roll. I still <laughs> listen to that to this day. On this, did you listen to it To today? this day. I don't believe you. Uh, you know what? I think I listened. No, I did. I was listening to the bass line from uh, Where Did the Party Go? Because I was playing it earlier. Okay. So I listened to it today. Hey, man. You don't gotta, don't try to fucking trick, prove yourself. No, you didn't do that. You're lying. I did. No, I'm, I, hey, hand to God. I did listen to Save Rock and Roll today. Um, and that's how all the magic started. Two longtime friends get together and decide they're going to talk about Fallout Boy mm-hmm. and only Fallout Boy. Yep. Nothing and, else. Um, I saw this on the Wikipedia. Citation might be needed. They only ever talked about Fallout Boy. There was never any like long, long tangents about aliens or um yeah no on twitter they, they didn't do it. the community notes never showed up that they said <laughs> oh yeah they don't only talk about fall boy they had never de- deviate from that oh my god how cool would that be if we got a, com- a community note saying this <laughs> podcast only talks about fallout boy and some fuck bag and at, at x.com central was like that's a lie and elon musk is like oh very interesting <laughs> looking into this looking into this <laughs> That guy, Jesus Christ, man! You see, he fucking shot an arrow at the Cybertruck when he was on yeah. Joe Rogan show. So weird, man. He still wants to fight Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> Our relationship with like celebrities and like the the upper crust of wealth is just the worst it's ever been. True. Um, quick side. I so um, and once again, we never go on tangents on this show. <laughs> <laughs> there was a tweet, um. This is going to be kind of super uh, 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 not obscure. What's the word I'm looking for? Like niche. Uh-huh. So there's this tweet of like a fake Mario. It's a level from Mario Maker. It's like a, a fan-made Mario level that's okay. like very hard. Um, and it's all – basically in like the Mario community, uh-huh. which I'm a 35-year-old man and I'm part of. Yes. It's a bunch of like – Twitter blue checks saying like, <laughs> oh, I beat this level in like 1992 and just a bunch of like 17 year olds like, no, you didn't. You didn't. It didn't, you didn't exist. You, you couldn't beat it right now, dude. You couldn't even come close. This is like like an insanely hard level. Dude, hey, real talk. Like I was, I remember like when, when, uh, when, when the Switch started having the Nintendo service mm-hmm. where you could play like the classic games on the Switch, I was just getting worked on Mario 3. <laughs> like I was getting worked. <laughs> I just I couldn't I couldn't beat it. I couldn't get past like world three like stage three. That's so that's so strange to me because like m- all Mario games, all like the base level Mario games are so easy to me. Yeah, Be- and it's it's insane to me to, to like when I hear people say like, that's I have a hard time beating that. I couldn't do that. Yeah, I, I used to be able to fly through that shit, but now it's like you know I'm just, you lost it. Buddy. I put aside my childish things <laughs> and I, I became a man. Um, when was the first time? Uh, under the dork tree recorded that an episode. When do you remember the date? I do. Rem- I don't remember the date. I do remember the session because we used that really shitty condenser mic. We did. We both yes. use it in the living room here, and um, 
we're like, oh, let's just see how this goes. It's a little, it's a, I think I, the term I use was like a proof of concept. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, sure, whatever. And we got a little drunk. Uh, a little. It was good, though. A little. Yep. It's a little pink elephant running around. <laughs> was it, I'm just looking at my notes. Was it January 26th? That sounds about right. Yeah, like a couple of weeks to come, come down like, yeah, like two and a half weeks after the initial like idea. I want to give our guests a point of reference. I don't yes. want them to, you know, just like when we talk about a Fall Out Boy song, we play a little snippet of yeah. the song. Can you play a little snippet of the first episode? I can f- definitely find it. Hold on one of Dort Tree Prod Presents under, from Under the Dort Tree. <laughs> yes. The Mick Tillman and Eric Scarga yes. experience. Yes, it's January 23rd. Uh, it is the pilot episode. It's uh, titled, Tell That Mick and Eric, They Just Made My Fall Out Boy Podcast. <laughs> And I'll play a little bit right now. Hold on. The cleverness really ran out uh, that I know, day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here's a little a little clip of that. Not um, all killer, no filler. I do. Love oh, we're talking about some forty one. That's that's also good. That's the one right in the middle. You missed that. Yeah. God, we sound like we're in a hollow so room. Like, so I went from listening to like hip hop, like Nas, and you know, I'm always talking about hip hop a lot to. Something really nothing's going. changed from the first episode <laughs> to now honestly <laughs> i mean look you can really tell like um, um these are gonna talk over us talking <laughs> you can really tell like in these first episodes that like they had something oh wait. yeah our, our honestly our cadence has not changed at all <laughs> <laughs> only the equipment that we record with yes. is slightly better but you can really tell they had the magic they, and you kind of knew like right immediately immediately they had lightning in a bottle can you want me to skip around a little bit? Yeah, sure. Let's see what else they, these jackoffs talked about. I mean, we still like this. Okay. So what did you what did you think of Love from the Other Side? Like, I want oh, we're talking about the first the, the first release the of it, Love from the Other Side. They really came full circle. Truly. I'm still talking about us in, in third person. <laughs> That's okay. We can keep doing that. At this point, it's what we kind of know and expect from Fall Boy. It's yeah. A lot of like... Classic me trying to say, make something out of nothing. Basically having no idea what to say. You're like an alchemist taking lead and turning it into gold. <laughs> I feel like that's like uh, quintessential Pete Wentz songwriting. Like, quintessential. Right? He thinks of something that's like, ooh, that's a cool thing, and then Pat delivers it, and it's like, we. Hey, you know what? <laughs> all joking aside, that is dialed in fucking Fall Out Boy content you got there, all right? We're so much better now than we used to be. No, that's not true. We're just as I'm... bad as we've always been. <laughs> Maybe that's true, but I am make, I'm talking out of my ass. I have no I have no idea hey, what I'm trying to do. Every week. You're the one who comes with like like fucking pages and pages of notes. I'm just like, uh yeah, I, I'll just say what you said, but sort of like I'll kind of flip it around a little bit. It is true. I think after that listening to that first episode, I was like, oh, I need to actually have something to say uh-huh. instead of just trying to make it up as if we were just a bunch of uh uh morons at a bar. It's like I need actually if this is if this is going to be in the Library of Congress, I need this needs I need to be saying something of importance. Do you want to talk about how the original name for this podcast was "It Ain't a Scene, It's a Podcast"? Y- yeah, uh, um, good good name, and to no surprise, someone else took it before us. At least two other people <laughs> took it before us, and then someone took it after us too. Uh huh. But then, do you want to talk about how who the a very important person in the history of this podcast? Hey, fans, listeners. You know him. You love him. The fifth Beatle, Louie. <laughs> he did name the podcast. I'm pretty sure we probably we probably said that like when we 
was it like the second or third episode that we were like, okay, now we have an actual name? Yeah. So the second episode was the Heartbreak Feels So Good uh, Evening Out With Your Girlfriend episode. Mm. And uh, that is where we changed our new art, which was just the Bruno Mars and Pete Wentz picture. <laughs> and I just I just put this ain't a scene. It's a podcast over it. Uh, and then so I'm sorry. Uh, that was when we made the first official art for the podcast. Then on February 11th, that was when Louie came and said, you should name it From Under the Dork Tree. Mm-hmm. In, a, in a just a, a moment of genius. Whoa. Yeah. What a guy. What a what a He'll what never a, be on this podcast. So don't never. get don't get your hopes up. Don't get used to it. Um again, uh, just kind of in the research I did about this podcast, I know um you know, they really got the 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 maybe and I don't I want to see your opinion on this. Sure. They got the they got their the ball rolling. Got the juice. Um in early March of 2023, one of the one of the the less attractive of the two hosts, Mick, <laughs> uh got married. Yes. And I feel like they came back and they were a little bit more like focused. Like they were like, okay. A new a fire was burning inside they, of one of our hosts. They took that break and I think both hosts came back and were like a little bit more locked in. Do you want to talk about our first mini episode, which was recorded uh freestyled at your your <laughs> actually at, at, at one of the hosts uh bachelor parties? Yes, yes, yes. That's a, a pivotal part in this uh podcast history. We just basically um, put a phone on an ottoman and crouched in front of it and talked into it. We were like, hey, give me uh, 11 bars, 11 seconds. And we just <laughs> did it. And I, we had people in the room were like, I can't believe you did that without any without stopping. It was just so natural. Yeah. And again, it's, it's how we knew we had the magic. The juice. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> that was, I had fun at that bachelor party. Famously, no one had fun at that bachelor <laughs> I party. I had fun. Uh, no one else. No, you're lying. I had fun. What are you talking about? I had a great time. I stopped a guy from carjacking. Not carjacking. It's about robbing us. It was after we left, the three of us had left, and some guy tried to, he knew that we were drunk and, like, just walking on the street, and he was like, hey, get in my car, I'll take you where you want to go, like, I'm your Lyft driver, (laughs) and I was like, oh, yeah, what's your fucking license plate, like, what's your name, like, if you're my Lyft driver, and he's like, uh, you got me, and he just just sped off. (laughs) Boy. I saved Derek's life, he owes me his life. (laughs) Um... What a convenient story where everyone was too drunk to remember whether or not it happened. And I'm the hero. <laughs> Look at a lot of your fucking moments of glory. <laughs> no one else was there, but... <laughs> yeah, I, I fought a lion. Um, And I think, you know, after that, they they really broke down the Fall Out Boy catalog and experience and music videos and everything kind of surrounding the Fall Out Boy um, world in excruciating detail, painstaking. Yes, absolutely. And I, to this day, um, the best to ever do it, honestly. And they're widely considered to be basically the the gold standard of of Fallout Boy references. I don't want to. I don't want to. Like, look, look. I'm gonna. I'm separating myself from this this thing. Uh, I've had somebody come up and tell me that we have the LeBron James of Fallout Boy podcasts, <laughs> and I'm not. Hey, no, no, sh- no shit. Like. I was like, oh, thank you. That thank you. Have a blessed day. Yeah, it was some it was some guy in a car say, hey, get in my car. You guys have the LeBron James podcast <laughs> episodes. Yeah. And then and then you were like, no, we don't. And he was like, got me there and drove away. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> Eric, that's us. We're talking about us. We're talking about us. Eric, I've prepared some like, kind of questions, some talking points. Sure. Some, kind of some retrospective, if you of of a retrospective of the retrospective. Michael, I would love that. When's the last time you read a book? Bro, you can't ask me that. Uh, <laughs> what do you? Okay, what? Here, you know what's sad is I had to stop reading books because you hated that segment so much, and I could I had to stop myself. I love see I love reading, 
and I, I, I read at least 25 books a year. <laughs> you know, you don't. I read like 20, 20 books a year. When is, what was the last book you read then? The Bible. <laughs> <laughs> Again, one of these fucking stories that like, oh yeah, you... All's you, quiet on the rest with the Western Front. Something, I, yeah, it's all's quiet in your reading life. <laughs> I read books. I, I I had to stop because I had to do it for the podcast. It's one of the casualties for creating this this thing that I love. I had to stop. I had to you had you had to kill your darlings. It's like they say. In you books. had uh, what is it? Cut off your nose to save the face or something exactly. like that. Is that an expression? Yes. Sure. Cut off your thumb to save a hand. It's a uh, you had to rob Peter to Paul to pay George or what is it? <laughs> I love rob that Peter band. to <laughs> Peter George and robbing. Can we listen to that song right yeah, now? Peter, yeah. <laughs> Peter Bjorn, Bjorn. Speaking of, in fucking 2010, uh, Patrick heard the song and was like, "I should, I should write a song like this." This is Rob Peter to pay Paul by Funka Mammoth. <laughs> Ooh, this is good. All right, this is shit. <laughs> <laughs> this also wasn't the song I was talking. No, about. I know. Okay, just as long as you know. I know. That's the only thing that popped up though when I put it up in Spotify. You know, and like uh, uh, keen-eared listeners of the podcast know Eric used to talk about books, um, and I never believed him. I never believed that you were like reading books. I was reading all of those books, and I, and you and 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 look at my books. Like those are my those are my books right there. Yeah, half of them are comic books. Shut up. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, two graphic novels. Two, yeah, two thirds of them are graphic novels. They're graphic novels. Um, any developing thoughts on Moby? How do you feel about Moby now that we've had, it's been able to like breathe? We can, we, we've separated ourselves from Moby (laughs) enough. Uh, let me actually, it's funny that you say that. Let's pull up Moby and see what he's been up to. We were doing Moby updates at the very beginning of the podcast. And then it got really hard because he's not doing anything. Yeah. Honestly, his latest single is a song called We're Going Wrong that came out in 2023. Uh, do you want me to play a little bit of it? What month in 2023? It tell? doesn't. It doesn't say. It just says 2023. I'm gonna look it up. Let's listen to it because I feel like we. It's malpractice if Moby came out with a song while we were doing this podcast. And okay, well, I'll, you look it up the date, and I'll, I'll play a little bit of the song. This is a, a single called "We're Going Wrong" by Moby and Brie O'Banion. Banion from from Seinfeld. Banion. <laughs> it's great, Moby. It's great. <laughs> so very ambient. Which is strange for him because he doesn't usually make ambient music. Let me just say this. I'm not a fan of Moby, <laughs> okay? If I want to listen to ambient music, I'll listen to Apex Twin. A better <laughs> ambient music. I don't need to listen to Moby's bald ass. <laughs> this is a cover. Oh, it's a cover? It's it's not even an original song. It's from Cream. Remember the band Cream? Oh, with no. uh, Eric Clapton. Yeah, it's just, it's like the original supergroup. Um, remember- Who else was in Cream besides Eric Clapton? Uh, maybe they're not a super group. No, that sounds about right. Right? Well, I think they're a super group for the time where it's like now if I look at these guys. You just don't know them. They're just kind of sh- schmucks. Like they were, yeah. they, they, were, they were guys who were like moderately um, famous back then. You're listening to uh, rock. Boomer rock. Yeah, horror. rock music from 70 years ago <laughs> yeah. that no one cares about. 60 years ago. Who gives a shit? So yeah, you, you you're you're kind of done with with the Mob Dog, huh? Well, it's not just me. I think that you're also done with Moby. Am I not? <laughs> am I wrong? I was trying to defend Moby so hard back then. What's your favorite Moby song? Uh, that horrible song with Gwen Stefani. I love that song too. That song sucks. What I about, do not like that. Song. What about her song? He's got a song with fucking um, Pepper Potts from the Marvel movies. 
Gwyneth Paltrow? Yeah, he's done a song with Gwyneth Paltrow. No, he doesn't. He does. Hold on, I'll play Shut it right up, now. Eric. Moby and Gwyneth Paltrow. Eric, this is just you lying. No, I'm not. You saved Derek from that fucking, that fiendish Lyft driver. I, like, Moby and Gwyneth Paltrow, it's that Southside song, right? Is that, is that? That's Gwen, Gwen Stefani. Is that Gwen Stefani? <laughs> well, I know that Gwyneth Paltrow has a song. Gwyneth Paltrow does have a song. Try and find a Gwyneth Paltrow song. I know she's like a like a kind of I don't know how you describe it. I, and I'd probably be lying. I'm not. I've never really listened to it. Gwyneth Paltrow. You're listening to. Let me find this. Um, she has a she, Gwyneth Paltrow has a song called "Country Strong." Ew, I hate that. Is she a country singer? No. Gwyneth, Play it, Gwyneth Paltrow. Play it. Play it. Go oh, buy her soap vagina. All right. Isn't well, that something they, she did? Yeah, she did. Uh, she had a candle that smelled like her pussy. <laughs> See how I say it with so much more grace? <laughs> pussy. <laughs> you didn't mean to get that one out, huh? <laughs> I need to say it before we have to record. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow is a. Uh, oh, it's um, Cruisin' is the song with Gwyneth Paltrow that I know. I don't believe you. It's Huey Lewis and Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> Eric! I'm serious. Sounds great. This is a good song. <laughs> I love Huey Lewis, and so do you. I do love Huey Lewis. You know, this is a big hit. This was a single. I didn't know it was fucking Huey Lewis, though. I'm going to reach across this table and beat the shit out of you. <laughs> you love it when we're cruising together. You're listening to um, From Under the Dork Tree, the comprehensive podcast about the podcast From Under the Dork Tree, where we only talk about From Under the Dork Tree. Right. We don't uh, talk about Huey Lewis or... Or Gwyneth Paltrow or P-word lotion, whatever you're talking about. Pussy. Eric, what was your fondest memory doing this podcast? And I don't want... And be be fond. Uh, here, to be honest, Mick, you and I drink a lot when we do this podcast. So I don't remember a <laughs> lot of it, to be totally frank. Um... I love when you you I loved when you would go on your rant when you didn't believe that cork trees were a real thing. I loved that because yeah. I was like, oh, this guy's a fucking idiot. <laughs> I still kind of don't. <laughs> if I had to be like totally honest, okay. like I think I've, pro- I've I've definitely talked about this. You were like, my- cork is not like, cork is a you just find you were like you just find cork on trees. It's I this is and this is a real life thing and I I might have talked about it on the podcast. I know I've definitely talked about it in my personal life. I'm finding that if you just like don't believe what your brain tells you is not true, you're more right than you are wrong. And it's, it's like, called being delusional. <laughs> it's like cork comes from trees. Does that feel right? When you're holding a wine cork, does that feel like something that came from a fucking tree? No, I don't know what it came from. It came from the ocean or something, probably. The ocean. Doesn't cork feel like something that's probably more ocean based? Here's what I, I hear okay, if I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna go with you on this journey. Come with into me. delusion. <laughs> I would imagine that cork is like a foam material, like a foam. You know, like not a real thing. They just make it look like it's wood or whatever. Like I could, I could be with you on that. But I know that cork is a real thing because I know what a cork tree is. You know, you've seen a cork tree. I've seen a cork tree. Hand to God. Not well, not in real life. Yeah, I don't go outside. Exactly. You know that. But that's you've like, never seen a cork you're tree. You're like a flat earther. Then you're just saying like, oh, well, the sun is. You know, everyone's got their own sun. It's just a light in the sky. If you can send me, and okay, every one of our guests, 
If you can send me a picture that you took of a cork tree, like evidence of you being the presence of, now don't just go. You need to see the metadata. Don't go on CNN.com and just Google picture cork tree (laughs) where you'll get your fake news, what they want you to believe, you know. Mm -hmm. What Hillary Clinton wants you to know. This has to be a real picture of a cork tree that you took or like you are with a cork tree. And if you send me that picture, I'll give you a shout out. On the on the podcast, and even if you're pay you a hundred dollars, I will not pay you a hundred dollars. <laughs> I will negotiate with you. Did you know that the, the the Flat Earth Society had a convention here in Las Vegas not too long ago? <laughs> Were you not there? Uh, no, <laughs> that sounds like so much fun. I, yeah, it sounds it sounds like fun in theory, but I feel like if you're in it, you're just like, I'm talking to fucking idiots all <laughs> fucking day, or. Are I, <laughs> <laughs> or are I? Um, you know we 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 really need to go down the, the conspiracy like uh, uh, rabbit. We need hole another again. episode of Alien Time. Yeah, I unfortunately, there hasn't that. been a lot of alien development lately. The 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 fucking Mexican government really fucking tugged our dicks around with that fake skeleton. They really screwed the pooch, fuckers. That's and a, that's a term that needs to come back. Screwing the pooch. You know what? And this is what they do. This is, you know, there was, we talked about, there was this moment where we had AOC and Matt Gates, who almost seemed like they had, they were unified and like in, in this alien search. And then all this other stuff started happening around the world and we got distracted and we never touched base on it Oh, it's again. called wagging the dog. <laughs> wagging the dog, screwing wagging the, the pooch. Dog, screwing the These pooch, are always yeah. the best. Um, A bipartisan thing with AOC and Matt Gates. Come on. <laughs> Um, just a dog looking for a bone. Is that an expression that people use? It's a, yeah, that is. That's kind of something, right? That's kind of something, yeah. You're just a squirrel looking for a nut. <laughs> I mean, yes, I am. Um, did you answer what your fondest memory was? With yeah, me I said it was you talking tree? about the cork tree, yes. <laughs> what about you? What's your fondest memory? Um, you know what? I'm going to save it. My fondest memories are what happens when we stop recording. All right, let's go on a little break and we'll play a little song to get us out. <laughs> You're such a piece of shit, dude. And you're, we will be right back. You're such an asshole. <laughs> We're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be right back. <laughs> and we're back. And this is making flippy floppy. By Talking Heads. This is from one of the door tree. Your go-to source for the band Fallout Boy. What's up, Mick? Hey, hey, hi. We were just having a conversation about fondest memories, and then you abrupt, abruptly cut me off. I'm sorry. Do you want to you want to continue that? that no. Well, my wife was at the door. I couldn't let her. You know. No. All right. It's done. You were like, it meant so much to me when I was. I'm like, I recover. We'll be right back. <laughs> Let's get back into our little Q and A kind of uh, uh, stroll down memory memory lane. Who are the six through ten Beatles for this podcast? Okay, so obviously you and I are, are uh, John and Paul. I guess so. Yeah, I never really thought about who one through four was. To be honest, what, let's talk about let's let's do that. Like that'll be our first segment. Like, All we know is Louis is five. We asked for you to decide who okay. one through four slash six through ten. <laughs> okay, so you and I, you're you're the John. I feel like. Um, uh, you're the John Lennon. Would you agree with that? I don't think those fucking British cocksuckers have any personality, <laughs> so I couldn't even tell you like what, like where, which one of us are. Well, John Lennon's main personality trait is that he's a bad father. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Okay, then that's me. <laughs> to you, yeah. And I'm Paul McCartney. I don't know what his what's his main trait. Are you, I'm not a I'm I'm like a wings guy. Do you like 
The Beatles with Paul McCartney. I, I don't. I don't like. I don't. I don't like. I don't really like Wings. What's the main Wings song? Man on the Run. Man it, on the Run. Man on. the Or uh, run. Live and Let Die. Live and Let Die. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> you know. Yeah, you know. Um, so I know the songs. I wouldn't say I like particularly like them a lot. I'm fine with that. John, your, I, would your fondest memory be? Let me just guess. Your fondest Paul McCartney post Beatles memory. It's uh, where he's on the episode of The Simpsons with Linda McCartney, and they open that <laughs> vegan restaurant for Lisa. <laughs> oh yeah, um, my fond- my fondest Paul Paul McCartney memory is uh, the on the Chris Farley show where where. Uh, <laughs> um, Okay, so I'm fine with that. Ah, uh, so stupid. So we're tied one. We're just we're one and two. We're the first and second Beatles of the Dork Tree. Absolutely. Pod. So who's three and four? So who's the George and who's the the Ringo? Should Louis just be the third? No, Beatle? no, 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 no. He's. We've been saying it for a fucking year that he's the fifth Beatle. We're not going to say he's the third now. All of a sudden. Um, I mean, the microphones can be. No, no, no. I I would Alec Baldwin. Oh, late night, late night TV is uh is John John uh is one of the Beatles. George Harrison is George Harrison, and I think maybe this is the idea of dated references is Ringo Starr. <laughs> Ringo Starr is either dated references or wild tangents. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm fine with that. So then we have Louis at five. Louis at five. Uh, Alec Baldwin. Yes. Sixth Beatle. Robocop. Robocop. Seventh Beatle. Um, I know he like we already said late night television, but I think Jay Leno is is probably one of them. The villain of late night TV. Yeah. <laughs> you and I were not Jay Leno guys. We've 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 talked about it a lot. I will. I uh, just as much as I hate John Taffer, I hate John. Oh, should we get a John Taffer update? Is John Taffer one of the Beatles? You like eighth Beatle? Maybe like tenth Beatle? Okay, I've double been, digits, not not single digits. This is not a joke when I say this. I have been in contact with John Taffer's people. Okay, to get him on the podcast. We'll see what happens. I would like to see like at least like a celebrity boxing. Remember celebrity boxing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd like to see you get into the octagon with fucking John Taffer. I kind of have backtracked from telling him I want to fight him because I want to actually have him on the podcast. So okay. I don't want to be. So I'm going to. Oh, so you back down like a bitch. <laughs> no, it's because I want to confront him in person okay. and tell him that I want to fight him. Okay. Um. So we're. Okay. So what do we got? Me, you, late night television, tangents, Louis, Alec Baldwin, Robocop. Jay Leno, John Taffer, and I guess we need a number nine. So who's the ninth Beatle? Number nine, number nine. <laughs> Stupid. Uh, fuck you. Nice laugh there for your own joke. <laughs> I laugh at my own jokes all the time. Um, it's what keeps this podcast going. Boy, I don't know. Elena, Elena, uh, a real one. Yeah, Elena's just this baby we know. <laughs> she's a toddler now. I mean, honestly, like, it sounds dismissive, but like she kind of does. She's just a baby that I know. You know how like animes have? I know it's been years since you've watched an anime, but some animes will have like a like a mascot character, where it's just like a cute little character that they yeah, just make kinda. a plushie out of. We should have that. Like Elena should be our our little mascot character. Yeah, let's um let's put a shirt with Elena's face on it. Oh, I would love that. Says, Fuck, dude, that's fucking sick. <laughs> uh. What would, okay, quick brainstorm. What what would we what could we do with like merch related to the show and pot and the podcast that has Elena's face on it that's like slightly vulgar? <laughs> I have a feeling that her parents might not approve of it. I don't give a shit. Um, I don't know. We could put Elena's face on Alec Baldwin. 
Like him, or like a, like uh, like him holding a gun. Stop. <laughs> and what's the set? Of, what was the set that he was the TV show that he killed that guy on? He killed a woman, yes. and uh, it was like a movie he was shooting. Well, like, fi- it's called like The Bandito or something. Yeah, yes, and he'll just say like I I sh- I shot a man on the set of Bandino just to watch him die. Oh my god. <laughs> Wouldn't that be cool? That is dark, but yes, I would. Lo- I would wear that shirt absolutely. <laughs> I think we should do like a. Do uh, you remember that? You ever see that Thin Lizzy shirt where it's like uh, it's Thin Lizzy and it says, um, "If you don't like Thin Lizzy, fuck you." <laughs> it should be Elena and have it say, "If you don't like from under the dork tree, fuck you." I'm. I'm. I'm that's I'm, sick. Honestly, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, very close here. She's gonna be old enough to understand like <laughs> what is going on. That like yeah. her face is on a shirt and it says "fuck something." Dude, honestly, I'll, we'll get Sam on the horn, and we'll have her make that shirt. <laughs> we'll just have to keep it from her. Like, no one can ever wear the shirt around her or let her see that there's a shirt with her face on it. <laughs> yeah, that sounds great. Uh, the 11th Beatle is old, old A-Train. A-Train. Pulling he, into the he, station. Who said, hey, I do not want to be on your fucking show. <laughs> um, I wish I could say that. And, I, then we go, and then we go down the list of you know the, the, the generals of the show, which we've already talked about. Yes, you yes, know, yes. Our, our A1 since day one. Uh-huh. If you know who, if you know, you know. Thanks to everyone who supported the podcast up in this point. We're not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna glad hand. I'm not gonna navel glaze and just name say like, oh yeah, this person is the thirteenth Beatle. We were you. If thank you for all your hard work. Listen, you talk to us in our DMs, and you know who you are. You know that you're a Beatle. I think that's all, that's all, all that needs that to be said. That's all that needs to be said. Oh. If <laughs> you know, you know. That's um. Oh, I'm drawing a blank on who's the guy who wrote the book about uh, writing up, waking up as a cockroach. Uh, Franz Kafka. <laughs> yes, I was gonna say Franz Wagner, um, <laughs> who is a uh, plays for the Orlando Mansion. Shout out to James, uh, uh, James Old uh, Montgomery. Yes, yeah. Um, he's one of the Beatles. Yes, he's a Beatle. He's, he's a, a Beatle. Beatle seventeen or something like that. Uh-huh. Um, uh, Eric, I don't believe that you actually like say rock and roll. I love, dude. Ha- hey, honestly, bro, no, no shit, no cap. Like, I love Save Rock and Roll. I've been bringing this up for a couple episodes now that I don't like that you like that. I don't believe that you actually like it. Miss Missing You? I'm never missing that album because I'm listening to it all the fucking time. <laughs> I want you to start posting your, like, whenever you're listening to Save Rock and Roll, I want you to post an image of it. I want to see, like... I'll fucking do it. Yeah, I'll do that. Okay. I love Save Rock and Roll. That's a great album. I want to see your Spotify analytics at the end of the year. Ooh, you know what? You might honestly see that on Spotify Wrapped. Yeah, that's another thing. Our Spotify reps are going to be so fucked this year. <laughs> yes, they very much are. Um, oh, my Discover Weekly is totally fucked. Yeah. Um, I almost, I, at one point, I thought about making a separate Spotify account. Just I also so, thought just, that, yeah. Um, but that would have been silly. What are we? We're not fucking made of Spotify tens money? of dollars a month. <laughs> um, how much do you think total we've drank while doing this podcast? Gallons. <laughs> Easily. It's probably a couple of gallons. Yeah. I mean, of just liquor alone. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We probably finish off a bottle. We probably finish off like 60% of a bottle. In two episodes. Yes. Yeah. So. We enjoy just, alcohol. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. We you know, enjoy- gets, gets the creative juices flowing. Get you going. Um, okay. Here's another thing. Do you want to go to Seattle in March? I would love to. to go for To celebrate your anniversary. Yeah, yeah, kind of. <laughs> but also just to go. We, okay, so the Seattle Fall Out Boy tickets are sold out. Mm. But we could probably get them like uh, like a, a day of. Like, what's this? A third person? We can yeah, get them like, like a, a scalper or something? Yeah, something. Absolutely. Buy. All right, in so book it. Book it. We're going. All right, so uh, so instead of going to Europe with my wife for our, <laughs> for our honeymoon, I'll just go to Fall Out Boy. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, don't run it by her. Like, let's just, <laughs> okay. just buy the tickets and we're, and we're, and we're in. <laughs> we're ready to go. Okay, look. Let's 
get, what are your top three favorite Fall Out Boy songs? And just fucking, I don't even want you to think about it. Okay, top three Fall Out Boy songs. Uh, Chicago So Two Years Ago. Um, miss Missing You. Not Miss Missing You. See, uh, you fucking liar. I'm not. No, no, no. Okay, so we're going to go Miss Missing or not. We're going to go Alone Together, Save uh, Chicago So Two Years Ago, and... I'm like a lawyer. Oh, no. Gay's not a synonym for stupid. <laughs> there we go. So Gina SFS. That is your favorite Fall Out Boy song. That's one. And, of my, and Alone Together is your third favorite Fall Out Boy song. That's not my... Th- I mean, look. Hey, those See? Are, those are three of my favorites. You know? That's a real Sophie's Choice you're giving me here. You know? You can't just say three. I'm... I'm I am. I'm just I saying. I love what so it, many Fall Out Boy songs. You love like seven Fall Out Boy songs. I love 107 <laughs> Fall Out Boy songs. <laughs> Um, I do update the my Fallout Boy above the Mickline po- uh, uh, playlist. If you yep. ever want to check that out, it is on. It is one of the show notes. I don't know which show. Um, if one of your favorite Fallout Boy songs isn't on the list, tough shit. You'll live. What's uh, your favorite three Fallout Boy songs? Then uh, my three favorite. You know what? And I'm not even. You're catching me off guard. I didn't know you were going to ask this. Oh question. yeah, you didn't think I would have <laughs> possibly asked you that. Um, in no particular order, uh, patron saint. Of liars and thieves, liars and fakes. Uh, no, liars and thieves. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> oh yeah, are you sure? Uh, look at your Basil. favorite. It's your favorite song. You should know. Gwyneth Paltrow of Liars and Thieves. <laughs> You're listening to. Let me make sure that's actually the name of the song. Liars and fakes. You are correct. <laughs> you are correct, sir. <laughs> yeah, it's your, I, I knew it was your favorite song. Okay, asshole. <laughs> I told you this. Uh, this is catching me off guard. I didn't know this was going to happen. All right, you're free balling it. Patron saint of liars and thieves. Mm-hmm. Uh, thriller. You do love thriller. Yes. I don't even know what the third one is. Uh, I, um, Lake Effect Kid. Fuck it. Oh, Lake Effect Kid's very good. I'm on. You know, I'm on. I'm on. I'm on record now. And um, uh, what to catch Johnny. Oh, what a catch! Johnny's such a good song. Those are my top three. Those four songs are my top three. Those four songs. Okay. Um. How do you How do you feel? Let's. This is it. Like I mean, I feel great. Okay. Let's 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 actually like break it down here. Okay. This is. I'm talking sincerely now. I know okay. we we're doing this funny. Sincerely, little thing. me. Yeah. We we're doing this funny little thing. Like, oh, we're talking about like the most influential podcast in the Fall Out Boys sphere. <laughs> we're talking third person. The truth is, this is probably like we will probably continue talking about Fall Out Boy related things. When it's uh, pertinent, but we don't have enough material to keep doing Fallout Boy right. whole episodes about it, and yes. we are going to have to figure out what we're doing going forward. We've had this conversation on this podcast at least five times, and we're not going to do it again. Okay, but what I am saying is, this is it. This is what you're. This is kind of your last chance. Of, like you, what, like what do you have to say about Fallout Boy? What do you have to say about this podcast? Because this is it. Are you? You're asking me now. What is? What is? What is my final take on Fallout Boy? With, yeah, like th- th- this is the. This is really. This is how I want to. We. This is like the end of the Dork Tree Pod talking about Fallout Boy. Okay. This is just we're free ball now. Say Can what I you go say. off, sis? Go off, sis. Straight mail. <laughs> I am so Favorite happy button. that we did this podcast because one, I love hanging out with you. I love. I love chatting it up with my boy. But I also love the Fallout Boys, and I love them more because of this podcast. I I would have never in a hundred years I would have never guessed that I would have been like if I if I had asked myself five years ago, hey, you know, Eric, you're gonna go through all the fucking fa- the Fallout Boy albums and you're gonna love them, and I would say, don't touch that. <laughs> I would say, I would say, you're a fucking charlatan. You're a you're a a liar. And I would say, 
No, I I go. I can appreciate something about every one of these albums because the, of this podcast. I know the kind of language you, you would have used five years ago, and it's not charlatan. Oh yeah. <laughs> Regardless, I I appreciate this podcast for for allowing me to revisit my my favorite a band that I loved so much as a as a young teen and an early twenties person. And to go back and see that they're still doing well today, and I can understand more so. I was I was just telling some jackasses on Reddit. I was like, "Hey, I have a Fallout Boy podcast, and I will tell you right now that teens fucking love Fallout Boy <laughs> still." And they're like, "You have a podcast?" And they're like, "You're fucking lame. <laughs> Get the fuck away from yeah, me." Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they blocked me. But no, no, no. I was I was telling those some of those jackasses on like the one of the base Reddits. I was like, "Hey, you know Fallout Boy? Like they they." They chose a lower price point because Pete wants to get people into like punk rock music, quote unquote. Uh, and I'm like, yeah, they still have a fucking huge teenage fan base, which that fan base is a lot of listeners of this show. And we all love you guys. Yeah. So you've always wanted a big teenage fan base, too. I'm just a teenage fan base. Baby. <laughs> um, yeah, I had a really good time going down the Fallout Boy hole. I wish I could get it gone down all their holes. Um, uh, yeah, like uh, I found Fallout Boy songs that I didn't listen to that I really enjoyed. I found some Fallout Boy songs that um, I didn't enjoy so much, but I enjoyed listening to them. I enjoyed going down, figuring out like what what the deal was, and and learning and having that learning experience. I enjoyed the time we spent together. You should never talk shit about something if you haven't experienced it. You can't just blindly talk shit about Fallout Boy. Because you think they suck, it's like you have to experience whether or not you you can you can't you have to determine if they suck. I disagree. Kind oh, okay. Of. <laughs> I was actually thinking about this a couple days ago about like saying that something sucks, mm-hmm. and it's like almost okay. So this might sound crazy. Okay. If I say that something sucks and like you get upset about it, I'm gonna I'm really putting myself out here. Okay. If I say that something sucks and someone gets upset about it, it's almost like they are. I don't even know what the word is. Like, it's not media illiterate or conversational illiterate. It's almost like you don't understand, like, the nuances of... Language? <laughs> saying that you don't like something. <laughs> well, yes, like, I guess that's true. But it's like, you know, th- th- that's sort of on you for saying that something sucks. Because it's like, you, you should just say, oh, I don't like it. Yeah, but it's like you... Like, okay, so if I say that something sucks, it's almost like you are analyzing my experience with understanding they're, that they're nitpicking media. yeah it's yeah it's like yeah it's like it almost doesn't matter why someone thinks it sucks you just kind of be okay with being like that like something saying that something sucks well that's another thing i feel like a lot of people from maybe i guess musical elitist circles need to realize it's like you can like something that sucks you can say that something sucks it doesn't actually mean it sucks it just means you don't like it yeah yeah a, a podcast that you and i listened to have had a conversation about this and they're talking about whether or not you should say something sucks if you haven't, if they, someone created, if someone, you know, like, uh, I don't think mania is very good, right. but those guys put in a lot of effort to make that. Yeah. It shouldn't be swept under the rug that they had a lot of effort, but also it shouldn't be massively offensive for me to say that sucks because to me, yeah, you shouldn't give a shit. <laughs> like, you know, like it just, yeah. I just don't, it's a way to say, I don't like that. Yes, of course. It's not for me, but also, what am mania I supposed to doesn't suck. Fuck you. <laughs> What am I supposed to say? Like, oh, um, that isn't for me. That doesn't gel with me. What is this? A fucking AA meeting? I gotta say, well, that's not for me. This is real fucking life. We say we say shit sucks. I mean, yes, I guess so. <laughs> I guess that's true. Some that shit sucks. But I- this is all part of my uh, my my sincere uh, going away letter to the to the Fallout Boy podcast. 
You love Fallout Boy. You love everything about Fallout Boy. You love every album that they put out. Yes, there's some part of you that loves every album. And that's not that's not crazy for me to say. Am I, I right? I guess that's true. That is true. Loves it. Loves you love, every album. There's some part of every album that you love. Sure. Because you've experienced all those albums. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I love Fallout Boy. I, I love Fallout Boy the, too. And I think every piece of music they put out was a 10, 10 out of 10 piece of music. I will say this. You've spent more time analyzing the shitty albums of Fall Out Boy than 80% of the bands that you claim to love. Is that not true? Well, again, I kind of, I, one of the reasons why this podcast was ex, ex, uh, fun for me to do and exciting, and it still is exciting, is because this is something the I kind of, magic's kinda, not gone. This is something I kind of did on my own to no audience, just in my brain. Yeah. I would look at music and I would like read about like what brought someone, like what were the, influences what they were doing in the in the, at that time right like you know it, it, it could be something as simple as and just in in the weeks before we started doing fallout boy i listened to all of rumors by fleetwood mac and okay and, and convinced myself that it sucked what? which i don't know even know why i did that i'm like admitting like i'm like putting myself out there like i don't even know why i came to that conclusion i right. think i was just in like a hater mood okay and yeah, i was we've like, all been there i think i was in i was like i'm gonna convince myself that fleet i'm gonna lie what's bad about rumors so and you're so just, I came you're up just with trying a to do a thought experiment can i convince myself <laughs> that i hate anything that i anything at all yeah just yeah honestly it's just like that's the kind of stuff and i listened to like every good charlotte song that's bad man good charlotte sucks there's let nothing me, that's sincerely bad like, let me tell you this you've You've spent more time and mental headspace on covering the intricacies of Pete Wentz alone <laughs> than you have on Hepcat. How do you feel about that? Uh, I'm not entirely sure that's true. I don't know, man. I feel like you've spent more time talking about Peter Wentz specifically than you have talking about Hepcat. Probably. I'm going to answer. They're the, pretty close. Let me answer the spirit of your question. So there are probably a lot of bands that I like and pieces of music that I like that I have a very like casual, thoughtful conver- like experience with right. where I'm thinking about like, oh, well, it was this year. And this is like, you know, just for example, the band Hepcat, legendary uh, L.A. area uh, ska band from the late 80s and early 90s. Um, I probably have not gone into like the uh, lead singer's like relationship and what, and I don't Alex's. know, I don't know the intricacies of whether or not he was dating Ashley Simpson when he was writing some of these records. So like in that sense, you, you see what I'm saying? Like I see what you're saying, but I'm just, I'm telling you that you've spent more of a more mental uh, bandwidth on fallout boy than Hepcat in the spirit of your question. Yes, that probably is true. In the spirit of your question. Did you ever watch the Flash TV show that had uh, Alex from Hepcat on it? <laughs> no. Did you ever watch uh, the episodes from uh, Becker starring Ted Danson? <laughs> I do remember Becker. Yeah, uh, yeah. Becker was great. He was a real, he was a real, he was a real prick. <laughs> that was a time where it was cool to be a jackass on TV. This is the jackass era. Um, he was also on... Uh, this Boy is Meets World. This, yeah, this is getting super <laughs> weird. Oh my God, he's on Boy Meets World with Adam Scott. Yeah, I know. Oh my God. Oh, oh, someone <laughs> listeners. Who could that be? This is a Mr. Rogers moment. <laughs> All right. Hey, listeners, we're going to go quick to break and then we'll be right back. We might have a special guest. Who knows? <laughs> I don't know. And we'll be right back from from under the door tree. I had more I wanted to say. Shut like up. If- <laughs> What's up, listener? This is Eric from the From Under the Door Tree podcast. I'm doing a little ASMR. We're trying to find ways we can branch out in this crazy little thing we call the podcast ecosystem. We hope you've been enjoying uh, 
from under the door tree, our complete and comprehensive podcast covering the band Fallout Boy, those wonderful lads from Chicago. We love them. We know you love them. Andy, Joe, Patrick, and Peter. They're all part of this whole crazy thing we call life. And if you like this podcast about Fallout Boy, you'll smash that fucking like button on Spotify. Give us five stars. Leave a review on iTunes. Tell a friend, you know? It's all really, I mean, guys, let me just, let me put you aside for a second. If you think about it, like, there's really nothing in this world except for friends. And, you know what? The best thing you can do is share them free entertainment about early 2000s emo music and the band Fall Out Boy. So if you'd like to follow us on Instagram, we're at DoorTreePod. We're on Twitter at Grand Theft Potum. And we have a Ko-Fi where you can buy fucking t-shirts and fucking stickers. That's ko-fi.com slash DoorTreePod. We hope you guys uh, like what we keep putting out. And if you keep liking it, we'll keep putting it out. We hope you've enjoyed this ASMR. We hope we're giving you the tinglies. Because you guys, when you tell us you like the show, it gives me the tinglies. In my penis. So, we're going to get back to the show. And uh, I guess we'll see you on the other side. Of the apocalypse. Like the Fallout Boy song. Okay, bye. And we're back. This is From Under the Door Tree, and this is You First, featuring Paramore and Remy Wolf from the album This Is Why. You said everyone shut up, but then you looked specifically <laughs> I at edited me. that out so the listeners don't hear that. But you said everyone shut up, and you looked at me, well, and I was how... the only one talking. Hey, bro, take a fucking hint. Do you want to talk about why that song was chosen? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> listeners. Not waiting, not waiting for his Yeah, no, no, not at all. <laughs> listeners, uh, we have a special guest. Uh, the fifth Beatle is in the house, Louis Esquivel. Doxing him right now. <laughs> yeah, you don't got to do the last name. It's okay. I'll edit that out. Uh, I'll bleep it. Hello. Long days and pleasant nights, everyone. This is... This, <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, I can already... Louis, you're, you're going to have to move and we're going to have to get really close to each other. We're going to have to just like talk like this because like, I, can, I can hear us in the microphone. This is real okay. gorilla radio. Me, me and Mick are extremely close to one another. Cheek to yes, cheek. Yes, cheek to cheek, almost. I can brush my teeth if I need to. I do, I do always have a toothbrush on me. I just ate those um, uh, chips that Eric offered me. They're... Into the microphone, please. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's slow down. Let's not, let, let, we'll get in the chip corner in a second. Let's explain what's going on. Okay. So, like we were talking about in the last segment, we're kind of we, we've 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 reached our kind of climax when talking about Fallout Boy, and we thought it would be appropriate to bring on the fifth Beatle, someone who's been paramount to not only the this podcast experience but to our personal lives with our with Fallout Boy, with Fallout Boy, yes. with every aspect of our lives, not just Fallout Boy, dickhead. We can we're bringing him in the studio. He's in the toy room, and it's time. It's a voice voice reveal. Hello. So wait, this is the toy room? I thought this, this is the was toy the, room, not the, the cream. The crematorium is the office. Gotcha. Okay. This I, is the I toy didn't room. know that. I'm getting a so uh, something I've also just learned. Mick is actually wearing sunglasses. It's not just a bit. He is fully wearing them. Yes. Um, in the what was this room called? 
the crematorium. This was no, this was the toy room. Jesus, the toy Christ. room. That's look, the we are we oh are like this is your house. Like <laughs> like Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga, Mick and Louie are cheek to cheek because we, we don't have two close. microphones. Tony Bennett, rest in peace. R.I.P. Honestly, a real one. He died like seven years ago. He died like uh, last year. <laughs> Time flies. Yeah, well. Um, so let's get into it then. Do you want to talk, Mick? I think you've got uh, some stuff prepared for our oh. our our definitive fifth Beatle interview. Yeah, like I just I think I think it, you know we're, we're gonna give Louis the platform a little bit here. We're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about from Mother Dork Tree. This is this is the episode about from Mother Dork Tree. We think. Um, uh, so I'm gonna ask you a, a couple of questions. We're just gonna have a free flowing conversation, and then in the end we're the gonna origin. We're gonna give you a little bit of a platform to to you know promote yourself and talk about things that you're into. Okay. My own media corner. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we should ask you. We should do a media corner redo, redux. <laughs> we're gonna do. We're gonna. It's gonna be like a mirror episode. The media corner is gonna be the end of this episode. <laughs> the okay. Black Mirror. All right, Louis. Just introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about you. What do you want? Like you have literally tens and hundreds of thousands of people listening right now. What do you want people to know about yourself? Carte blanche. Say oh, whatever you want. Jeez, I don't know. Um, I like to be left alone mostly. I really enjoy my cats. Um, that's kind of it. I don't know. Tell us about. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Riveting. <laughs> Sorry. This is my first podcast. No, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, Mick, do you have questions for, like, just, we'll just do, like, a, a quick, like, Q&A. Question one. When did you first hear about Fall Out Boy? Um, so, I I was a big fan. Oh, God. Sorry. So, I was a big fan of watching um, MTV music videos before high school. Um, when I was growing up, I'd always watch, uh, I think it was MTV2 or something. They'd always play just videos um usually around six to seven a.m anyway and so like li- like literally before school started. yes literally okay, before school started okay. i would be getting ready and i'd watch you know three or four music videos i'd love music videos i think they're fantastic they're uh not really around anymore that's um, true yes but anyway um that's i saw i think it was uh sh- the video for sugar we're going down and i loved it and i would just you know wait for that to come on in the mornings before uh school i almost said work and <laughs> i remember telling uh, eric and mick and and all my friends about this this video that i had seen um i'm i'm sure some of my friends had obviously uh, kn- known the band or had heard of them beforehand but it was like a huge revelation to me so i i loved them from then on forth so was was sugar we're going down the first time you heard about fall boy yes i believe so oh really okay yeah. that's interesting there's there's a meme about this it was there, do you, there's like a meme where it's like a, um, a meme about me watching Fall Out Boy. No, about SpongeBob. There's a meme going. If you go on Twitter, it's a meme of like it's SpongeBob and he's like like laying in bed or like on the couch or something, and it's like it's um you you just woke up to go to school and it's oh my god and he's watching the TV and they're playing the darkness music video the I believe the thing called oh Love. that's a great video. It's a meme that's going on. It's what you're talking I, about. Yeah, that, that's, that's, that's a new a, meme. That was a formative yeah. experience yeah. in my life. There's plenty of bands that I heard. No, I definitely feel the same way. That yeah. was like waking up in the morning and watching music videos is like a big thing for us, uh, like I guess, old, middle-aged Elder millennials. millennials. Yes. Elder millennials. Yes. I don't think I – see, I don't – I in high school, I don't think we had cable. So I don't think – I was just sort of like watching <laughs> Yeah, you were watching the 400 Club. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So Following videos on Kazan. But Louis, like realistically though, like you you are a big part of my development of Fall Out Boy appreciation mm. because even though I, I I loved like from under the cork not from under the cork tree, but I, when I love take this to your grave, you and I would be you were my go to guy for downloading songs <laughs> illegally and listening to like the newest releases. Thank you for doxing me and incriminating me. On this you podcast. you would go on Kazaa Light Resurrection and you would be like, hey, here's an album uh, Panic at the Disco. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. You know what's funny? I actually uh, first heard Panic at the Disco at uh, listener Alex Quagg's house. That's not true. 
That's no. Not, no, no, no. I told you to, no. I remember the night where I said you need to look up Panic at the Disco on on your computer Lies in your room. And un- untruths. That's not an untruth. I know that's fucking for. I know that's real because I was like, Louis, look up this band Panic at the Disco, and we were looking up like uh maybe okay maybe that was my first time tax knowing, for snacks and knowing like, that they that I was listening to Panic at the Disco. Yes, but I distinctly but the, remember the first time hearing their no, opening I, song. I would say album. that discovering Panic at the Disco was like you were with me. Argument in this. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm going to say this is an argument between two 30-something-year-old guys about something that, <laughs> that happened fucking more than 20 years ago. And I don't. I feel like neither one of you remember what happened. Like I, somehow I, we can go back in time if neither so, one of you are right. It's so clear in my mind. Yeah, right. You don't remember fucking anything, Eric. That's true. That is very true. <laughs> Says the man who is cross-faded currently. <laughs> yeah, Exposed. That's true. Um. Yeah. Uh. Uh. I think this. This. We need maybe a little bit more context for the our listeners who don't know Louis. Louis's house was almost like a a home base. A for yes. Us. Absolutely. Louis. Louis lived across the street. Tons of people. East Side legend. He lived across the street from the high school that we went to. I. It was a big kind of gathering place. Lots of um flag burnings and stealing of uh, uh uh El Dorado property went went on. We had a we had a big lightsaber battle on the last day of school. We I remember that. that night, yeah. Like, like, it was like 30 people with fucking lightsaber shows. That was very stupid. It was very funny. <laughs> yeah. I smashed John's hand in a in Matt's van's door. We got a gun pulled on us. We got a gun pulled on us. Um, there, yeah. A lot, of, there, I, <laughs> a lot of people who are listening to this now probably uh, have memories at that house. So I remember I, for some reason, stayed up for like two and a half days straight and went over to your house and you made me watch the an AFI music video. What's the <laughs> AFI music video where they're moshing? Oh, um, the, the, the leaving song part Oh, the leaving song, yes. Yeah. And you, Where they're all driving in yeah. the car to save Davey Wait, from jumping that, off that bridge. Is that what they're doing? I yeah. just remember the they're, they're taking the, like, they're, There was a guy floating in the air, the hardcore Yeah, dancing. they're taking, they're taking, the, Davey's trying to jump off of a bridge, and they all get into a cab to stop him. But then they, they, they cut to, like, you know, just people slam dancing under a bridge. I didn't realize there was a narrative in the cool. video until right now. It was very cool. I remember you being super into it, Louie, and then I was just, like, seeing, like, phantoms in the side of, in my peripheral vision because I hadn't slept in two days. <laughs> and just being like, yeah, man, this is super cool. And, like, trying to, like, not hear voices while you while we were watching You were this. seeing the Benadryl man, the, the, the top <laughs> the hat, hat man. man. Yeah, yeah, the hat man. You owed him money. And, yeah, you you were doing a lot of legally downloading your music like we all were in oh, the yeah. 2000s. Absolutely. It was, so it was, it was you, you know, you, you, you do play a very important part in the formative years of uh these hosts what what would you experience. say is i this is gonna sound stupid the, the best band that i introduced you to or that you found via you know we, what? we found with each other louis, oh, that'd be a better way i will say this louis is the reason why i love coheed and cambria oh yeah, i love yeah. well no, i should say tone introduced me to coheed and cambria he gave me a copy of uh second stage show blade and in keeping secrets but louis was the first person that i was like hey we both like this shitty band <laughs> And we were just like very whoa, 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 hold into. Hold on, In Keeping Secrets is terrific. Oh, it's great. No, I see. I like Second Stage more than In Keeping Secrets, but I think that you and I were you, you were that we were the people that bonded over like like oh, this mutual yeah. band. I remember we were like looking forward to like the comic book that the oh that sucked ass. Yeah, it was awful. And the re- I found out later, um, actually just recently, the reason why it sucked. One of the reasons why it sucked ass is apparently like a third of the book into or the more. microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. A third of the Booker Moore was actually cut out for uh, budgetary reasons, so that's why it just sucked. Oh, it looks super low budget. I yeah, remember I yeah. had the first couple of issues. I sold them on eBay when I was like in college because I needed money, and they were like out of print. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this is the kind of deep dive conversation, deep dive knowledge you get when you have Louis on a podcast, and we're talking about Fall Out Boy only. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have a really um, unique answer to that question. The band that we that you introduced us to, yeah. we found at the same time. Okay, so the summer before I started high school. 
Um, I knew these guys, and I don't remember who exactly it was, but it's like, I'm not going to uh, say their full names. Sergio, Nico, and Anthony. Um, uh, general just jerks, I'm going to say. Um, but one of them gave me a burnt copy of uh, Tell All Your Friends from Taking Back Sunday. Oh, okay. And he did, there was no context. He didn't tell me this is someone else had burnt him this. Oh, okay. Um, but I later realized, and I don't know if I ever told you this, Louie, I figured out that it was a burnt copy that you made for them because you burned me so many CDs I could tell from your handwriting. <laughs> oh, interesting. I have, I have fairly yeah. distinct handwriting too. And I was able to look it like, like chicken it, it looks like shit. Yeah, yeah. it's awful. Like basically I just had like this random take, taking back Sunday burnt CD and you had burnt me other CDs and I was like, oh, this is from Louis because I can tell by the handwriting. So that's <laughs> that's that's really cool. Actually. I, I think you've burnt me numerous brand new albums. Like yes. uh, second, that was, uh, that, that was another band. Your favorite weapon. Recently too. He was burning yeah. Some yeah. Yeah. Oh, we love, we love, Love Jesse big, Lacey yeah, just more big. so the way he acts. Yeah, you know, we I was him. actually it was it was funny. The other the other band that uh, was introduced to me via MTV two that I ended up loving was uh, Arcade Fire, which is another fun. Oh, you love Arcade Fire? Oh yeah, I've been listening to them like crazy. Too. Well, no, that's I that's true. I, I remember it. Well, wh- when uh, what was it? Uh, Suburban? What's it called? What's that album? Uh, the, suburbs? the Suburbs. Yeah, that you were very into that. Oh, and I was like, a, that's an incredible album. You were like, you should listen to Arcade Fire when we were li- you and I listeners. Yeah, I mean, lyrically, that album's fantastic. It tells a story. It's it's of a concept album. It's I think it's kind of like I was trying to. I recognize that we both enjoyed a well done concept album from yes. when we liked Coheed and Cambria. I was like, oh, Eric might like this as well. And and to let the listeners know, you and I lived together for how many years? Oh, years. I think like six years or so. We were like an old an old married couple. Yes. We were just living together. Yes. And, and porking each other. <laughs> or or hearing it from the, uh, the other room. <laughs> Stop. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, there have been many nights where I, I, I've, I've walked in and I've, I've walked into our house and heard Louis in, in the middle of coitus. And I said, keep it down over there. Oh, my God. Absolutely. And then, and then just hear him giggling from his bedroom. <laughs> and then Eric was like, this is my new girlfriend, Jennifer Glass. <laughs> Um, that Arcade Fire record made me sad because there were animals fighting on it. The Sound of Animals Fighting. The Sound of Animals Fighting. No, the Arcade Fire. Oh. What, what Arcade what Fire animals? record is that? There's like, there's like, there's like an animal like, that's like being hurt on it, right? I don't know. I don't think so. Because I'm thinking, okay. So I'm going to look it up. Funeral, What's the one with the, 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 just, the hand? That's Funeral. Funeral, okay. Neon Bible is just the Neon Bible. Thing. Neon Bible is a good album. The Suburbs is just that car. Yes. Um... Neon everything Bible's now good. is just a mountain. God, why are we talking about Arcade Fire? Fuck. Because you're on the fucking oh podcast and you love Arcade Fire. I used to. You don't like them anymore? No, I honestly, I they had a new album that came out, uh, I think like a couple years ago. I hated the singles that, that they were putting out around that time. Uh-huh. Um, and I just decided like, oh, this is this isn't for me anymore. So I just didn't uh, look into them. What would you what would you say that in uh Arcade Fire is like sort of the modern version of a classic? Would you say that they're the modern talking heads though? No, not at all. What would you say that they with, with I mean, maybe in the sense no, that not I, at all. Fuck you. Maybe in the sense that they have fucking thirty people on stage, but not in terms of their how groundbreaking they are. Anybody wanting to be like them, Eric, you're fucking stupid. That's not a good comparison. <laughs> what is a, what's a good comparison then? I I don't know what I wouldn't compare them to anybody. I feel like they're their own thing. And you think so? I, you don't think there's like a, a heavily influenced version? I, I you too. I mean, oh, I love you too. Yeah, of course. But that's that's. Do really, you like you too? Um, I like some of you too. What's, I, I, what's a good album? I regularly watch the um gospel cover that they have. Uh, I still haven't found um, what I'm looking for on YouTube. Okay, fucking great cover. So you like a, not even a great you're, cover? You're like Just a rattle a and hum guy. I, I don't know. Sure. What does that mean? Speaking of uh, living with Louie, rattling and humming. <laughs> 
I was wrong. It's an Interpol record where they're where the Interpol? animals. Interpol, yeah. Another band though. Another and, another fantastic band that I think you I and I. So okay, when I when I deviated away from uh, pop punk and sort of I guess. Uh, please just just wiggle the microphone all over the place. I'm, I want to say, right, Eric, Louis fucking picked up the microphone and he didn't say anything. I'm going to beat the he shit gets, out of he you, gets, Eric. He gets a little special. He gets a little pass. I thought that I was kind of intended to do that with the way that the mic situation is kind of free. You guys are cheek to forward. cheek right now. Okay. Louis, you and I, uh, we have a mutual love with the band Interpol. Yes. I think you, I think you honestly burned me the first copy of uh, Turn on the Bright Lights. Yeah, that I that or or Antics or one of them at the time. They were all of their early albums are very good. Antics is very good. Turn on the bright lights is a is a classic. Um, our love to admire is fantastic. Our love to I, you and I saw our love to admire when it first came out. Like we were at a show together. Yes. Uh, and I think I want to say the Hard Rock. Yeah, I think that was the Hard Rock actually. What a what I've a seen Interpol so many venue, times. By the way, great Las Vegas venue. Oh, now the, the Hard Rock Virgin. is so much better now. Oh, is it? Yeah, I because mean, it, I, they, they, it's okay. it's all open. It's all open standing, like general admission. Because uh, we saw a uh, postal service there, uh, okay, and it's okay. it's all open space, but it, they have it sectioned off by like bars. Mm-hmm. So it's like you can kind of like stand wherever you want, but it's not like crowded. Oh, okay. it's great. That's, that sounds fantastic. When when we say a cab, are we talking about the band Interpol? They are technically yes. It's like RoboCop. It's like Interpol. A A C A B includes Carlos D from Interpol. I'm sorry to tell you. I love Carlos D though. He's no longer in the band, but you know he's not. He's like a filmmaker now. Like he he? just does like movies and shit. Like not like good movies, but he does it. What's your favorite Interpol song? I'm just asking because I want to say mine. Um, probably whatever yours is. Let's hear it. Come here. You love Come here. You you always say Come here in text. I'm here. What do you need? (laughs) Get your balls over here. Another great song. Um, okay, Louis, uh, we're going to go back to Fallout Boy because this is the podcast. This is a Fallout yeah, Boy podcast. Yes, about of course. Fallout Boy. Exclusively about Fallout Boy. What is, okay, I'm, I, have, I have three questions. Don't think about it. Just answer. What's your favorite Fallout Boy song? Ooh, Don't that, think about it. Just say uh, it. Tell that Mick. I, the opening song from, their, from Take This. He made my list of things to do today. Yes, that song. I think it's terrific. What's your favorite Fallout Boy record? From Under the Cork Tree. Give me a Fallout Boy hot take. Just, what are you, what are you saying something crazy about Fallout Boy? Uh... Centuries is one of the worst songs ever. That's not a, that's a, that's ice not cold, a hot take. That's ice a cold, very bad ice take. Cold take. Fuck, hold on. Let me redo that. Um, and redo it into the mic. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> um, Pete's uh, poetry readings are very bad. Ice cold take. We all know they're bad. Oh, okay. we all know they're bad. I, I, didn't, I don't know if people love them or not. Only I he keep well, doing them. So well, you think I, look, I'm dialed into the fandom. I, I'm on the Reddit's. They they do love the the Pete Wentz. Okay. Now I'm kind of into them too. That whole like from day one. That whole I can't. Oh, say you like the pink seashell? Yeah, yeah. Well, you the pink like... seashell isn't Pete Wentz. That's no, true. not the pink seashell. Oh, no, the thing uh, on, baby annihilation. The, no, it's from uh, the cork tree. It's that from day one. I was. Getting, I dreamed about getting out. Yeah. Oh that, yeah. I you and I, you and I, Louis, would text Eric, each Eric other. Would, those yeah, buttons. we. I think we had like a copy and paste. We would just text it to each other, or he would text it to me uh, years ago. Day one, I dreamed you about getting out. The acronym, just the. There's a, there, there's a person on Etsy who will sell that entire like uh the the initials from that. And you can put it on your car, your your back window of your car. Oh, I thought you were going to tell me like a friendship bracelet or something. No, no. <laughs> but the, the Fall Out Boy fandom loves friendship bracelets. Bro. We should get those. Okay. We should make what, bracelets. What, what would you, if you had to make a friendship, a Fall Out Boy themed friendship bracelet for Mick, what would you give to Mick? And Mick, what would you give to Eric? I would say for Mick, I would give him a friendship bracelet that has uh, gay is not a synonym for stupid because he says that things are gay all the time. No, I don't. <laughs> you do that. No, that's you. Eric, you do not want to have this say, conversation. I say Mick, you want to come on the podcast and you're like, oh no, that's gay. Oh my god! You, 
Eric, you. <laughs> I'm going to pause right now to give you the chance to delete this. You used a word today when when I you. Hey, that's not on the rec- that's not on the record. Eric, Eric said. That. All right, stop. Eric All right, we'll reset. We'll reset. Thank you so much, Eric. That is a very nice bracelet that you would make for me. I'll reset. Uh, the friendship bracelet I would say for Mick would just be a. Uh, it would just say Saturday because that is a song that I, I equate with Mick most often. The song Saturday. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Do you guys often hang out on Saturdays? Yeah, we do. Oh, well, not not so much anymore. A- Eric doesn't really hang out on Saturdays. Anymore. You're always working all the time. But you ever? We'd spend the whole weekend together. We'd watch football on Sundays, and we'd hang out all week. You know the times they are changing. That's true. Bob Dylan, the Watchman. Um, if I were to make a bracelet, uh, for Eric, yeah, um, I it would be oh this is I would I would do so it would say XO because XO is the shortest Fallout Boy uh, song title and it'd be a cock ring. <laughs> Fit just for you, brother. <laughs> well, <is> just. <laughs> great answers just four four beads <laughs> how many j- tell how me about beads the- does it take to make a circle like what's the minimum for eric's penis it's like it's like five it's just five the, this is the bead itself wow okay <laughs> okay okay well louis why don't you why don't you give us a little uh what's your favorite follow boy music video do you remember any oh, of them besides? Geez. And don't say Sugar We're Going Down because that's everyone's favorite. No, that's actually that's not my favorite. I, okay, I mean like the dance dance video was really cool just because it was like you they it was the first time they felt like or we felt like they had a budget and actually were like oh this is this is a music video. Yes, yes, Whereas, they were making money. Yeah, Sugar uh, We're Going Island Down, Def Jam, barely uh, low budget, great video, but um, yeah, probably no. Well, that's I off the top of my head, uh, dance 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 dance. That's fair. That's fair. That's a good. That's a good video. Uh, let me ask you this. That, that was a burp. Nice. You didn't ask me anything. Shut, shut up. <laughs> let me. Okay, let me, let me. Let me ask you this: If you had to go back, so I know you've been listening to the podcast. Yes. You know we we talk about you a lot. Have you listened to Fall Out Boy post when you had kind of stopped listening to Fall Out Boy? Not until the the new record, I think. And so you've listened to so much for Stardust. Oh yeah, I've, I I listened to it on the way here. Of course. How do you feel I, about I it? I enjoy the singles uh, okay. quite a bit. I I disagree with Mick about um, uh, holding like a grudge. I think. It's All a, right, we gotta go. <laughs> I, I think it's a fantastic song. Hold me like a grudge is a great song. Yeah, I think it's I think it's a it's a solid single. Um, I uh, some notes that I wrote down on the way here. Um, do you want to watch me play it on bass in my in my office? Sure. <laughs> are you gonna are, are you gonna do it naked? Ew, no. Okay, then I'm not interested. Um, <laughs> what a Time to Be Alive is the most fun song. Oh, it's um, so fun. And would have been a great single. The lyrics, it should have been a lyrics single. lyrics are fantastic. It should have it's, been a single, yes. Oh, it's a great song. I know you didn't ask me, but I'm coming around on What a Time to Be Alive a lot too later. No, you loved What a Time to Be Alive. When yeah, we, you, we, we, you've loved it from, yeah, since they, day one. The fucking last episode, the, the, Eric played it and Mick goes, these boys are rocking. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. Like I kind of, like I'm... I'm not being insincere, but I kind of think it's just like a fun like song that is not incredibly well composed. I used to think it was a fun song that wasn't incredibly well composed, but the more I've been listening to it, I'm like, this is actually kind of just like a good song and not like a clown shoes song in the, in the middle of this record. It's like it's kind of just an actually good song. It's a, it's a good song where it's like, hey, we're not going to give you any kind of pretense that we're Fall Out Boy. It's just a song. 
that it's just like yeah, a I weird think, funk pop song. I think initially my first time hearing it, I wasn't that much of a fan. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of just because it, it's a little out of place in the record. Um, and just with the sound of, of the record in general, I think that uh, Kitsuki Kid Ten Years that's, that's is, a great song. Is a is is the most accessible song on the album. Yes, definitely. That would have, that would have also been another a great song. I think that would have killed as a single. But there are also like four songs on that record that fucking sucks. So. Yeah, there are, that's, it's that's, the middle. Do you agree with the, yeah, the, 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 the fact middle, that the middle, the middle is very the, slow? Is, like Heaven Iowa is fucking awful. That's a that's a non song. That's a non. That's a boring song. Yeah, that sounds like it was. Somebody gave them notes on a song, like, hey, I need you to make it more of this. Did you listen to any songs from uh, Save Rock and Roll? Um, I think the, is it, is the Phoenix on the that The Phoenix record? is on is I on think it. that's the only song that I know and then uh, from that record. And then from then on, I didn't really listen to them because I think my only exposure to them was uh, hearing Centuries um, on the million commercials. Well, Centuries on. is not on so, Save Rock and Roll. That's on no, the No, I just meant after. in terms of, oh, I in see. Terms yes. of that, from them, that point forward. Right, right. Um, I but, think that you should give Save Rock and Roll a listen. I, uh, I think it's that. very good. I, there's a Courtney Love song on there. Ooh, it's a it? Ratatat. Do you fucking work for Save Rock and Roll? I man? do. Get it, I out of, do. get it out of your fucking mouth, dude. He's the he's the kid on the the cover. I'm always I'm. <laughs> I made two a, kids. I made a yeah. Made, you're the the not cool one. I think I made this exact joke <laughs> on the podcast before. But do you okay. remember? Do you remember? There's an episode of The Simpsons where Mo is at a bar. And a woman comes up to him and she's like, can I buy you a drink? And she's like, and he and Mo's like, yeah, sure. He's like, how about a Bacardi? And then he, she, she basically just starts talking about how great Bacardi. Like, Bacardi. Oh, she's selling him. Yes, and, and, yeah. and then, and then Mo says, do you work for Bacardi? And she looks, and she looks at Mo and says, no, I'm in love with you in a sarcastic voice. That's you. You fucking just work for Save, Save Rock, Rock and, and Roll. Save Rock and Roll is fucking good. Shut up, Eric. Alone together? Ah, I wish I was alone with this album. <laughs> Not with you two chuckle fucks. Wow. Uh, Nick and Eric, who is the best current late night TV show host? Uh, <laughs> is there one? I mean, Conan's already done. Um, late night, late night TV show host. I mean, it's it's. I think Amber Ruffin is hilarious, but I don't know who that is. Who's that? Uh, late night with Amber Ruffin. She's very what funny. what what channel is that? I on? think it's on. Is it? I might only be on Peacock. I'm not entirely sure. Oh, we have Peacock. <laughs> Fuck, I don't know. This, okay, I'm bad at this, but she's very funny. Uh, Amber Ruffin? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I mean, this, it, there's different ways to like answer this question. Like in the in the the way that we kind of liked late night television, where it's like your four major networks or whatever, or even three major networks. Like the, you have a suit, you have like the job of being like the court jester. Right. Amongst those guys, they all kind of suck. I guess. Like, oh yeah, they're like Jimmy Fallon. Oof. Fallon's horrible. Yes, I mean, he's very bad. You know, I guess like maybe kind of like Kimmel sometimes, but like Kimmel is like I guess the only one that I, I would I, I would say still has like the the juice. I also have major issues with Kimmel. Like he's a Las Vegas guy though. Kimmel, Jimmy Kimmel, and I have like similar political views, but he like when, when he does his show, it's like it's very like preachy in a way that's like I don't like I I think you sh- you have an obligation to like talk about like current events. Um, when you do like a late night talk, like right. television show, but he like he, he doesn't like it's it's like uh, an uh, an infomercial for the fucking DNC sometimes. It's oh not well, funny. okay, it's like, you hate the DNC. You do, dickhead. I do too. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I think we all do. Well, hey, let let's bring this back to Fallout Boy. Uh, you said Amber Ruffin was yes. uh, late night with Amber Ruffin. Yes. Did you know that the original song uh, title for our lawyers made us change the name of this song so we can get sued? Was originally uh, "My Name Is David Ruffin" and these are the Temptations. I did know that because yeah. of your podcast. There you go. Hey, yes. From under the dork tree. Perfect execution on the name of that song. Thank you so much. Yeah, that was. Louis, do you think we're good at our jobs? Um, I. <laughs> 
I okay. I I thought you guys were okay until the episode wherein you had um uh James. Yes, James Montgomery. That was a great episode. Yeah, we kind of we're, we're kind of we're trying to come back to that, which is why we are on the podcast right now, and it's not going really well. <laughs> Wait, are you saying you thought we were we were better? Like you thought we did a really good job with the James thing? Or yes, we did a bad job. No, no, I thought I was I was proud of you guys. I would listen to you it. Saying we did a good job. Yeah, like I was. I, I was like, I hope this isn't going to be like an awkward conversation with lots of pauses. Well, or... I, I give credit to James because he kind of like he was he was off to the races. Yeah, I will say like because you know this is like commentary on the podcast, so we didn't really give James a lot. Like we 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 probably should have done a better job of like setting the stage for him a little bit, right? And that's why the first forty five minutes is just him talking. And I was not lying. I, I like I the shit he was talking about was very, very interesting. Oh, it's super interesting. Yeah. But there was a point where I think Eric and I like made eye contact and we're like, we have to cut like there's no this is way too much serious fallout boy Right, right. We need to go back to the dick and fart jokes. <laughs> and then there's like a good fifty minutes of us just like being being silly little boys. And I do, I do think it was really, it was good. I think we'll, we'll have James on again. Like yeah. I'll, I'll reach out to him because I still talk to him on Instagram. So we'll, we'll, we'll have him on the show again. Yeah, I think, I think it worked out well. Yeah, for sure. So what do you think? Like what, like how do you think we're the Joe Rogan and Theo Vaughn of Fallout I was going to say the, the Theo Vaughn. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I mean, who else, who else is, is who, who's your competition? Who do you think like the biggest podcasters in the world are right now? Oh, it's you, God. me. <laughs> it's you two. I mean, of course. Uh, Theo Vaughn. Theo Vaughn. Um, the, the, Gwyneth Paltrow. Does she have a podcast? We were just listening to Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> that's so crazy that you said that. We talked about Gwyneth Paltrow so much in this last the episode. The Goop podcast? Is that, that's, that's the thing, yeah? We're, it's, it's you, it's me and you and Mick, uh, and it's the Shade Room. Uh, Scott Ackerman. Scotty whatever, Ox. Whatever show he's, whatever seven shows I don't, he's I've never right listened now. to any Scott Ackerman podcast, so I don't know. Never heard of him. Okay. Um, the two Office Girls. Oh, yeah, they're huge. We're just listing podcasts now, so. But these are like the big, and then. Um, <laughs> Louis, you're a, an expert in Stephen King. Uh, the Langoliers. Very, very great uh, segue there. The Langoliers. Terrible. We were talking about that 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 oh, movie. Awful. Very. Bad. Well, hold on. Stop. St- easy. Okay. Because Mick was apparently related to somebody in that movie. Are you? Or someone told me one. <laughs> okay, so I have a like this. I I used to like really like that movie when I was like a kid. It was like kind of like a like a one like a scaryish movie that I liked, even though I knew it was kind of like campy and not very good. I'd like to welcome you all to the very first Stephen King corner. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Um, Thank God it's only going to be on when you're here. Yeah, it's and the only, only, the only, the only, the only time and, you're and on. And the last Stephen King. Yeah, movie. I was going to say, probably the last. Two. But Paul Giamatti is in that movie. Oh, is he? Yeah. Didn't know that. Didn't I that. think so, unless I'm messing that up. <laughs> no, the Langolier, the, the one with, uh, what's his name? This is the this is an old movie. Balky? Oh, from Perfect, Perfect Strangers. Strangers. Yeah. yeah. I love Balky. But yeah, they like it's a they they fall asleep on a plane. Yeah, and then they like they wake up and everyone's like they're in like a different dimension and like there's balls that are like eating space and time or something like yeah, that. Excuse me, those are the Langoliers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Put okay. some respect on their name. Oh, of course, <laughs> it's some of the the worst effects. They literally look like hairy balls with chrome teeth. What are you? T- look at this image I just pulled up. Oh my god, that looks that looks like the fucking worm from Dune, but without the, without a body. Ah, uh, Shai Halud. Oh, true. Yes, yeah. it does. Um, I'm trying to find the cast of the Langoliers right now. Someone say something um, while I'm looking this up. There's, uh, there's actually a short film that came out recently. Um, I believe you can watch it online based on Langoliers called Timekeepers of Eternity. And okay. what the director did is he printed out, um, I think he just focuses on the character of Craig Toomey, which is um, the other actor, uh, Bronson Pinchot, who we were discussing earlier. Okay. He um, printed out frames of Bronson uh, Pinchot from the film, uh, basically created the film reel out of paper 
and he does weird things with like tearing the paper and like things peeking behind it. it it's very cool and very uh, very interesting thing for Dean if, Stockwell is in there. Yes, Dean Stockwell. I that love Dean's name. Uh, uh, a longtime collaborator with David Lynch. Oh yes, yes, yes. That's Blue why Velvet. That uh, also, yeah. I mean Hal Hal from fucking uh, Al from uh, what's it called? Uh, Quantum Leap. I never, I never. Got you never watched Quantum, Quantum Leap? Watched Quantum oh my god, I'm Sorry. so old. You're, you're, yes. I'm, I'm ancient. This man. is, uh, I mean, we're talking about somewhat Stephen King. That guy's fucking eighty years old. So, Paul Giamatti was in the Linklears. I have no idea what the fuck I'm talking. About. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to he think. He was what, not in the Linklears. I, I don't think Paul Giamatti has been in a Stephen King. Well, he might be in a Stephen King adaptation, but I don't. Not there's so many Stephen King. There's like it. fucking a million yeah. movies. I'm on a fucking roll right now with me confusing Arcade Fire with Interpol and Paul Giamatti and fucking Stephen King books. It's all right. It, you know. Do you want to talk about... So, Louis, you're a Stephen King fan. Yes. You love Stephen King. I'm a, I'm a constant reader, as we're known. Uh, is that what the, that's what they're called? Yeah. In, in his book, he always... In his books, he always addresses uh, the constant reader, uh, either in prefaces or little afterwards to each novel or story or something. Okay. Because like he, he just makes so many books. Yeah. You're a constipated reader. <laughs> I, I am. You know. You're just on the I, I Literally, I ate like so much cheese before coming here, so... You're all I'm real, <laughs> real cheesehead. Uh, well, Louis, uh, you and I were talking in a group chat. Uh, on Halloween, my wife and I were watching uh, the film 2003's Dreamcatcher. Yes, uh, that was my that was my media corner for this week. <laughs> uh, do you want to do you want to talk about it a little bit? Because it, it is a bonkers movie. It's it's insane in in multiple ways, both in ex- execution. The cast, uh, the story. Donnie um, Wahlberg. Don, yeah. Um, Ister Gay. <laughs> yeah. It's a gay or this whatever you call it. This is a... It's extremely... Border, it's an offensive movie. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It's like... Okay. So the thing about this movie is in 1999, Stephen King was out on a walk and he got hit by a van and almost died. While what? he... Yes. He was hit... Okay. Yeah. While he was recovering... He, is that why the the character in uh, uh, Dreamcatcher has like a broken hip because he gets hit by a car? Yes, that's that's very. Oh, very, okay. And I'm sure that character is probably a writer too. I mean, usually, I, you usually know, he's, the, like, he's like an English professor, okay, yeah, which is like a writer, which is what know. Stephen King he was a teacher. As he's well. always doing that. He's, he he's always has self the self insert as yes, a writer or anything. Anyway, he wrote he wrote that book in high out of his fucking mind on like OxyContin and like. Uh, whatever else you're under when you're in a fucking recovering from a car accident. Uh-huh. And so it's very like, it's almost like he's, it's like the greatest hits of his stories. Like it's, uh, people that, you know, are revisiting events from their childhood at a later age. Yes, they do. Uh, yes, they do it's, that. It's a shadowy government organization. It's people on a, on a strange adventure cut off from others. It's, it's what about all the strange, the, the, the fear of a poop monster. I mean, there is a poop monster. No, I'm the- aware. But just yeah, it's it's him playing the hits, but um, uh, under the influence of uh, some oxycodone yes. or something, yeah, some this morphine. Is, this is a lot of book corner. Yeah, well, book corner. This is movie corner. Here's actually. a return to book movie corner. Sorry, uh, Tom Sizemore. Yes, rest and in Morgan Freeman. Oh, rest in peace. There, there's a whole there's a Shooting whole Sizemore. There's a whole Black Ops like storyline which goes nowhere. Yeah. It's an insane movie. Yes. Uh, I, I watched it because Carly watched it as a kid, and she was like, <laughs> I love this movie, Dreamcatcher. And I was like, okay, we'll watch it. And I was just like, this movie is fucking insane. Carly, who in confidence earlier uh, told me that uh, the terrific adaptation of Dr. Sleep is a bad movie. 
Well, I mean, I don't know. I haven't seen that movie yet. And I don't know if I want to watch it because I, I, I love I love you and McGregor. I was talking to Tommy about this. Uh, I was like, I, I don't want to watch this movie because it's like I, I love uh, The Shining. That's, and an, t- that's an embarrassing reason to not want to watch a movie. But I don't want to watch this movie because I love The Shining. I don't want it to get diminished. But the I also, the I love, still there, buddy. I love Ewan McGregor so much. Ewan McGregor is fucking terrific. He's a, a national let me, let me, let me treasure. Laid out for you. So uh, Mike Flanagan did the fucking impossible in creating a sequel to Stanley Kubrick's The Shining, which differs from Stephen King's Shining, his novel, um, in quite a few different ways. But I'm meaning he did the impossible by creating a sequel to both the Stephen King book and the Stanley Kubrick movie, but melding them together in one cohesive story that okay. incorporates elements from both okay. in really interesting and really fun and scary ways. I'm not a I'm not a Stephen King fan, but I'm a huge Stanley Kubrick fan. So that's my, you know, that's my movie corner. There's slight spoilers. There are actors that play Jack and Wendy Torrance in the film, and oh. their performances are incredible. Interesting. And it's funny, the 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 person who plays Jack uh Jack Torrance is actually Henry Thomas from E.T. Okay. Interesting. The, the little kid. Interesting. Yeah. It's it's very good. It's I highly recommend that movie. Okay. Okay. Well, maybe I'll watch it and we'll we'll do like a little review. You you have to watch that movie and I have to listen to um uh Save Rock and Roll. Oh, maybe we'll do that. We'll have you back and we'll have like the we'll we'll compare notes. Yes. I'm not watching any of these fucking movies. Yeah, Nick, this is not <laughs> This isn't for you. <laughs> I'm too stupid to understand what's going you on. You should watch a David Lynch movie, though. You should watch Mulholland Drive and you no, come back he to should, us. He should just watch episode eight of The Return. Oh, my. You need to watch. Did you watch that whole yeah. thing? Ugh. I remember when that was. I was like, Louie, you need to watch fucking the Nine Inch Nails episode, which is episode eight of yes. The Return. It's. Okay, look. Listeners, I know we're, we're 30 <laughs> minutes in. We're talking about everything. This is just a media quarter. This is a, this is elongated a media quarter. Uh. Twin Peaks season three, uh, the return is the greatest piece of television, the most the most avant garde, uh, bold television that's ever been made. That's a that's a pretty big statement. I'm, I'll make it, but you know it's it's he's pretty right. I can tell by the look in your eyes you don't even really believe that. I do believe that. Fuck you. What, what do you think is the oh, fucking uh, the Frasier last episode? I was just yeah, I was gonna say the new season of Frasier. I think is the most avant garde. Oh, it's so <laughs> shitty. I hate the. <laughs> The new season of Frasier is garbage. Why, why is it garbage? It's because it's not it's not farce. It's not funny anymore. It's all just weird cookie cutter TV. Was Frasier ever funny though? Yes, Frasier's hilarious. I saw Samantha? something. I saw something. I saw like so I I know we sometimes talk about like the MCU on, yes. on this. I saw someone say that uh um he the, the what's what's his name? Uh uh Fraser? Yeah, what's Fraser Crane? Yeah. No, oh, the the Kelsey Grammer. Kelsey Sorry, Grammer, yes. his beast is gonna show up at the end the post credits of Marvels. Ooh, I would love that. Oh and my god, that'd be great. I am so excited for the concept. Like that alone is either like someone if it happens, that's gonna be so funny it's and so, so fucking out stupid. there that it's like it might actually be true because it's so dumb, dude. And if it doesn't happen, I love the idea of a bunch of people who th- who are gonna sit there waiting for Beast to show up and then just oh no, yeah. <laughs> well, like, of all characters yeah. to be excited for, like, Kelsey Grammer's Beast from the Brad Ratner movie. <laughs> well, oh man. Well, I remember Louis was talking about how he loves Jonathan Major so much that he was like, I really oh, hope yeah. that they keep him you around know, as King the Conqueror. You know what's actually what sucks about that is I really truly do do love one of his his first movies. Well, you were like, I love Jonathan Major's like period. 
kid. Like you love, oh. you don't like those movies. You like the way he like acts. You like, told me you kind of think of him as like a role model. Yes, oh yes, yeah, yeah. You know true. the video of him stopping that fight. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, the, the little newsboy hat on. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He's clearly a hero. Do you ever see the video of um? It's like him and Michael B. Jordan getting interviewed. Oh, and... were they looking at? Their... <laughs> yeah. No, what is oh, it? Oh, I know exactly what you're talking. I, I truly don't just, know. This. Let's just say they're they're being interviewed and a and a dump truck drives by them and, and they're both like. There's they, they they cannot pay attention for a good like no. six seconds. That's that's great. They're like, oh, thank you so much for the compliment. And they're just like, she leaves and they're just like, <laughs> oh, uh, we condemn everything that uh, uh, Jonathan Majors says. Oh yeah. yeah. First of all, do you shit. do you condemn Jonathan Majors? Oh yeah, that guy fucking sucks. Anything else you want to condemn? Anything else you want to condemn? Yeah, do you want to condemn anything else? <laughs> um, Louis, thank you for being on the podcast. Do you, do you want to, do you first condemn Hamas? Oh yes. <laughs> okay, we're done. We're done. We're done. <laughs> yeah, no we're more. not doing this. Uh, Mick, do you have any other questions for Louis before we we move to the next section? Do you uh, do you want to make fun of me about not doing the dishes or something? Apparently, I have. So I I got told Eric told me not to bring this up, but I'm going to bring it up anyway. Do you, I'm just going to give the opportunity to tell what, just basically either one story or what it was like living with Eric. Uh, it was cool. I mean, his cat didn't like me very much. It was cool. You guys are just a bunch we, of bachelors. Um, yes. in in the, one of the houses we rented downtown, there was a very strange. Like tile, tile disfigured woman, right? In, Not disfigured, in, but she's well, very she's strange, very figured. <laughs> <laughs> Meaning that, like, her ass was half of her body, but also was her right hand as well. Very strange. Yeah, we had a uh, a landlord who's a, a landlord that of other people we know. <laughs> don't um, make me get into it. I don't, I don't want to talk about this. Guy. Yes, a landlord for you, Mick. At one point, uh, he he had done like a custom tile inlay. Fuck landlords of a of a big ass woman. Uh, with a weird like crew cut haircut, I don't know why. It was very. <laughs> I wish we took a picture of that. That 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 tile. We art. should have. I, I actually have looked through, through my phone, you know, from all the photos I have, multiple times yeah. to try to find if I have a photo of that because it was so distinct and ugly. But yeah, I think I think uh, if you don't have anything else, I think Carly has a, a story about us when we were living together. Do you want to sure. go into this? White corner. Saying? Oh, you oh. oh, okay. Oh, yeah. If Carly has a picture of it, that'd be incredible. I probably do. If you do, yeah, well, I'll... I would love... Yeah. We'll, we okay, we'll get, we'll get into that next next segment. Yeah. If, yeah, you send it to me, we'll put it in the show notes or something. Um, I think that... Louie, we're going to give you a little bit... You, the, the floor is yours. Anything, any sort of media you want you want to slam through real quick? What do you want to talk about? Um, I Or any Instagram accounts that you have that you want to send people to. Uh, no, I don't actually want to do that. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm actually a big fan of recommending uh, books and movies and stuff to people because I try to find things that I think would that they would enjoy personally okay. and, and recommend it to them. Such as Eric, I've recommended the film Doctor Sleep and this comic book I'm a big fan of called uh, The Department of Truth. Um, you told me to read that like five times. It's it's one of the best comics uh, out on shelves now. It's a horror comic about conspiracy theories and um, the if if you know if enough people believe in something, it can manifest in reality and how horrifying that can be. Um, I, I, it's great comic book, brilliant artwork. Um, I've been just doing a lot of reading lately. Um, I know, uh, Mick is a big fan of book corner. So this is specifically, I'm sitting very close to him and looking him in the face. In the while, while I can't see his eyes behind the sunglasses, but, um, I've been, I've been re revisiting a lot of older Stephen King. I just finished Carrie a couple weeks ago. Great book. Um, in the middle of Salem's lot right now, which I, uh, went back for reasons related to. Uh, the Dark Tower, which is my favorite Stephen King story. Um, I don't want to spoil too much about that. Anyway, uh, other book recommendations. Black Friend by Ziwe Fumido. 
good. It's a book of essays about the archetype of Black Friend and how it can be. That's the movie used. with um movie. They're, are they making a movie with? Uh, no, I'm thinking of a different. No, movie. that's American Novel. That looks American great. No- yeah, with um. That's the best late night host. Z Way. Z Way is yes, good. Z Way is yes. great. Z Way yeah. Nation is alive and well. Um, but yeah, her book is fucking hysterical and actually surprisingly contains one of the best short horror stories I've read all okay. year. Um, it's a story about her being questioned by someone outside of an Airbnb, and it's fucking terrifying. It's Todd Glass. I saw I saw like an excerpt of the Z Way book, and I I did think like man that I bet that's like a great read. It, really, it, yeah. There's a there's a story about uh, her experience at the WNBA that's very funny as well. Um, okay. And actually, there's a lot of clips or not necessarily clips, but excerpts from interviews from her TV show and her Instagram lives that are in the book as well that are hilarious to read back. Z Way's um, great. She's one of the the, the 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 good late night people like of the new the new the new school disappointing news her show was actually canceled yes i remember uh, it's on with cinemax but she's but she lives on in our hearts yes of course it was a showtime 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 somewhat related to z-way i was like pretty close friends with chet hanks for a period of time so just throwing that out there oh man did he what did what did he teach did he did he teach you anything cool he was just trying to hit me up. He was blowing up the line all the time. We were making a lot of small talks. That's only came from it. What what type of opening does like what what is the text that you get from Chet Hanks? Like, oh my what is it like what you know? <laughs> yeah, he was feeling a little iry. <laughs> uh one of my favorite uh, Jamaican Americans, Chet Hanks. <laughs> any any other <laughs> Um no uh I wanted to watch Christine the other day. Christine's I was like, also a, that was a like, very, I was like, very oh, great I movie. Watch Christine. Um Really, really great theory that was brought forward on a podcast that I really love called uh, The King Cast. Um, Brian Fuller from uh, Creator of Hannibal and many other TV shows brought forth a theory that Christine is actually a trans love story, which I thought was really uh, interesting okay. and brilliant because it's a man that's in love with a female that everyone's telling him, oh, no, that's not, that's not a right, woman. Right, right, right. It's woman. like an inter- yeah, yeah, he, interpretation. He, saw, he basically had like a queer, a queer read on it, which I thought was really brilliant. Interesting, yeah. It's worth looking into. There you go. That's it. You got anything else, Louie? No, that's really about it. Um, okay. Get the uh, fuck out of my house. Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, thank you, Louie. Like, thank you for, for being on the show. Like, honestly, like, listeners have asked, like, when are we getting a Louie episode? Uh, it's it's now. Interesting. I, I want to. Yeah, th- th- there have been real, like, people have been, like, posts, like, uh, Louie face reveal win. Oh, never. I never. Uh, no, I'll do a face reveal with Louie. I'll, oh. I'll do it without your permission. It's fine. Okay. Um, no, but really, honestly, thank you for being on the show. Like we, of you're course, a big thank you, part of, thank you for having me. Thank yeah. you for, thank you for letting me name your podcast. Yes, oh, yeah. we, did, we did talk about that earlier. We, we, we brought, we brought that up in earlier. In the oh, okay. Now I just sound like an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's important that you recognize it. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Like, I mean, honestly, like, yeah, you are sort of a, a big part of our lives in relation to fallout boy and just in general. Um, so yeah, the, thank you for being on the show and feed like, Hey, anytime you want to come back. You're more than welcome if it time permits. Yeah. Okay. So kind of strange uh, segue. Or Remember that guy that would just sit in the background of the Tom Green show and just laugh? Yeah. And Tom, had, yeah, Tom had him there. Uh, yeah. It was Glenn. No, it wasn't Glenn. Oh, no, Glenn Doug. was his co-host. Doug. Doug. Yeah. I want to be that guy. You are that guy. <laughs> You're mentioned in every episode. Yeah. But I'm just in the background smiling and having a good time. Yeah. That's you. That's me. 
Oh, you, spiritual. You just under like you just like unearthed like a yeah. core memory <laughs> for me. I do you know I when I when I was in elementary school, I recorded every episode of the Tom Green show on VHS. I was <laughs> obsessed with the Tom Jealous. Green show. That, show was that makes sense cool. for you though. Yeah, that's a very that's a very do, Nick move. Do you remember the 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 Roswell episode of the Tom Green show? I don't. Tell me about it. He he meets these like alien experts or whatever, and they kind of shuttle him around town. He he's doing the Tom Green thing where he's like making fun of them while also humoring them. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the episode, he like brings them to like a warehouse. And he's like, I have some big news. <laughs> oh, I remember. Yes, we, I remember this. We got one. <laughs> I remember and it's this. Just, it's yes. this giant like airplane hanger, and it's on this little tiny table. He pulls over this blanket, and it's just one plastic alien. And they get so they are like irate. They're I like, remember. You, fuck you, delete them. It's oh, so I, I I need. I'm literally gonna go home and look I, this up because it sounds hysterically. That fun. yeah, like I remember that we we got one. That yes. <laughs> I like I reg- I it is probably one of like my worst things from childhood. I, I was obsessed with Tom Green. It, it, it you shaped, did love it. It yeah. shaped me so much as like a young person, and it is it's so funny, but it's so bad. Another random tangent. Nathan Fielder is like a modern Tom Green. Yes. Yeah, I was actually I was having a a, a conversation with an eighteen year old a couple days ago about like anti humor, mm-hmm. and I was like, yeah, you guys like you guys only, only like anti humor now. It's like it was Andy Kaufman, then Tom Green, and now it's like Channel Five and stuff like this. And like Nathan Fielder is definitely is part of that, where it's like, but Nathan Fielder's like not really like he's more like it's not stupid funny. It's like I would say it's a little more thoughtful. It's trying to invoke. It's it's basically I just want to. Have I want to I want to make you feel something and I don't really care how I do it. I'm not gonna get it's into unease. Yeah, it's like, I want to make I, you feel uneasy. Yeah, like yes. you. Anyway, I don't want to get into a big Nathan Fielder <laughs> thing. I'll start crying. But <laughs> well, either way, uh, once again, Louis, thank you for being on the show. We we love you. Uh, I'm so glad I lived with you for so many years. <laughs> You're kind of like our Hey Chris. You are kind of like our Hey Chris. Oh, That's wow. true. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are you, do you, are I love you back. Do you know? Yeah, okay. Yeah, I was gonna say, do you know what we mean when we say that? Uh-huh. Yeah, you're the Chris Gutierrez of this of this show. All right. Well, that's a big, big. Uh, I was gonna say big shoes to fill. Big ups to you. Big ups to big me. Big ups to <laughs> big big ups. They, oh, Chet Hanks is yeah, here Chet too. Hanks is oh my god. Oh, wow. uh, uh, thank you. Uh, once again, long days and pleasant nights. All right. Let's. Uh, let's. Um, I don't know. Do you, do you want to tie a knot on what we're doing, Let's, or do you want to go to break again? We've had like five breaks in this segment. Do you want to just like we'll we'll just we'll, I think you should go to break again. We'll go on go break. To break again. We'll go to break. Uh, we'll play a little song to get us out, and then we'll come right back and just let you know how we're doing. We'll be right back. So you're watching some, some Japanese breakfast. Everybody shut up. We're, we're fading out. <laughs> Your music is never Louis, loud. shut up. <laughs> and we're back. This is From Under the Door Tree, and this is Lovesick by Crown of Thorns. Make <laughs> you like Crown of Thorns? <laughs> Why are you playing Crown of Thorns? Crown of Thorns, cool. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Sure. No, not particularly. Okay. I'm like, I, I, yeah, I support the cause, but not really. My <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, well, here once again, we want to thank our fifth beetle, Louis, for being on the show. We've got some more guests in the studio. Yeah, that's what we're doing. We're having some. Get, we're having. You know, it's what I told Eric when we, before we started recording. It's like 
um, what's the name of that show? This is your life. This is your life. And these are the people who shaped this podcast along the way. Yes, absolutely. And so because of that, we have, uh, we're going to do a, a special corner. This is wife corner. We got both of our wives on the show. The, the balls and chains. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we've got Samantha and Carly in. And uh, let's just say, let's let's see how this goes. Uh, <laughs> lots of confidence, I can tell. <laughs> no, I feel great. I mean, I'm just saying. I will. Okay, look. So, um, uh, keen-eared listeners have probably heard Carly talking in the background of several episodes. Or sneezing. Sneezing or <laughs> um, uh, accidentally playing a video too loud while we we're trying to record. The bunch, yeah. So, here here you go. This is your opportunity. Well, we'll Carly, this is your opportunity to actually talk on mic. So go up to the go up to the mic. Hi, I like the Brady Bunch a lot. I'm sorry if that leaked in a little bit. It's okay. We watched the Brady Bunch last, last night. Last night, the Brady Bunch movie in the uh, '90s. I fell asleep very early on. You did, uh, but it was still good. It's great. It's a great movie. Carly lives here, so she's usually here while it's we're recording. True. Yes, doesn't normally yes. get the, get a platform, but you know, this is you know again. This we're is, platforming uh, queens here. Eric doesn't like it when I touch him. When he's recording and he doesn't like it when I'm drunk, I'll come up and I'll start like caressing him. And he he's expressed to me that that is like the least favorite version of me. I'm dialed in. In in his defense, I don't like it either because like I feel I feel him getting distracted while you do it, and then I have to panic and start talking because. And I thank you so much for that. So there you go. That's Carly, and then Samantha. The first time, never here. This is the first time being here for recording. Sam. Yes. Hello. Hi. What's going on? You tell me, asshole. What's going on? Sam is an OG Fallout Boy fan, though. We've posted pictures of Sam's room because she's like a real one. I asked him not to talk about my childhood room. No, we didn't say anything bad about it. We were just no right now. Oh, I'm so sorry. No, that's okay. Um, I'm very proud of that room. I'm proud of it too. I drew all that stuff myself. I put up all of those alternative press pages on the wall. It's a work of art. No, no, Sam, like, real talk, like, I've had people, like, DM me, like, hey, that's really cool. Like, that's, like, I've had, like, our listeners who say, like, that that's a cool room. Look, this is the kind of insight you're going to get only when Sam is here. What, what kind of adhesive did you use to put those alternative press uh, posters up on your wall? Scotch tape. Wow. That's crazy. You heard it here first, guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great, man. Thank you. Thank you so much. Okay. That's- that's the end of it. We're not doing anymore. So look here, we, number so, one Wham's defender, Sam. It's just a good song. You love Wham's. I <laughs> I love that album very much. So does Mick though too. Mick that Mick really came around on that. I well, I'm glad he wouldn't even tell me how he felt about it at all. Like before recording, you wouldn't share. I didn't want to spoil it for you. I, but I like that album a lot. <laughs> Well, I'm glad that we 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 both married Fallout Boy people. Carly, before she became like an indie person, she was like a very Fallout Boy person. What, what about your your experience with Fallout Boy? I'm just Louie because You're I Louis. saw Fallout Boy my life with Louie on MTV <laughs> before I went to school, and I was like, oh, this is a cool video, and that was me and Lauren, my older sister. We were like, yes, Fallout Boy. And from Under the Cork Tree is also my favorite album from Fall Out Boy. So I'm just Louie. It's, it's, you know, Carly and Louie do look very similar. It makes sense that I lived with Louis for so long that I married somebody that looks exactly like Louie. Yeah, I was going like to say, Louis. you, you lived with Louie and you're like, I got to break myself off a piece of that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's true. You're not wrong. 
There was a joke about me having like a, a Louis story about when you guys lived together. My only story of you living with Louis is like me coming over in my young age. And okay. <laughs> what, how, what, how old were you? I was 19. <laughs> okay, hold on. And I came in and, and Louis was hanging out and he was like, hey, Carly. And I was like, hey, Louis. And uh, I think, I think uh, that also happened one time on like, okay cupid or something too where you were on there and i was also on there and you're like hey carly i was like hey louie so <laughs> this is all gonna be edited out <laughs> yeah um okay cupid shout out to okay cupid newest sponsor of the podcast oh my god Wait, i wish okay cupid still a thing i don't know i have no idea okay let's um what do we want what do we want to ask it's a, yeah i thought you had questions how has it been for both of you, having uh, your significant other, your life partner, have to um, dedicate like three-ish hours a week to drinking and talking about a band from 20 years ago. <laughs> what, are you, what are your experiences with us recording the podcast? Well, it's not just three hours that you're doing this. You do so much research beforehand. Yeah. And you'll be on your phone and I can't, obviously I don't know what you're doing, but I will start talking to you and you tap your AirPod and you're like, what? I'm like, I'm doing research. I'm like, okay. I do have my do not disturb uh, sign up. He doesn't say anything. He just tap, 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 tap. Mm-mm. Well, yeah, I still have the, air- I have the tappy AirPods. So I'll be listening to like a fallout boy song or a song. That's like tangentially like related to Fallout Boy, and then Sam, I have to respectfully say, "Hey, I'm in the middle of research. It, let me know what you want." And then shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, no, no. No, I mean, I think um, it's it's cool. It's something I would not really do. I don't feel the need to like. Yeah, I read about things, and mostly it's about movies and true crime, but. Um, I, I respect that. It's a lot of research and stuff that goes into it. And we go out to drink after you record. So it's good we're going to drink after this. Finally, I'm getting my flowers. Oh my. <laughs> Carly, what, how has it been? Um, how has it been being, uh, tethered to, to, to Eric while, while he's doing this, this going down this fallout boy experience? Well, now I'm thinking that Eric puts a lot less effort on the back end. This is very true. Because I literally <laughs> never see him researching. Um, I'm also not here most of the time, but like he doesn't do that end. So that's all <laughs> oh you Oh my make. God. Um, but I am here most of the time when you guys record. So I very, very rarely listen to the episode unless it's like an episode of interest for me. So I think the last episode I listened to was the James Montgomery because I didn't get like that tidbit of his end of things. Otherwise, um, it's cool because I get to be like a part of it essentially. But at the same time, I don't have to uh, listen to it at all, um, which is great. It's the best of both worlds. I think that's Eric. And you, you tell me if you uh, that's kind of the agreed upon uh, a symbiotic relationship we have. Like I typically come with more obscure references and I do the research about like the hockey player that almost killed Ariana Grande. Do we talk about the fucking guy that died because of you? No, the- okay. dude, I don't want to talk. Okay, okay. There's a, do you know there's a weird conspiracy theory going I, around? I saw the video. Yes. Okay. 
We'll I talk about it off, 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 off. Yeah. I typically do more research than Eric. What? Louis, <laughs> shut the Louis's, fuck up. Louis talking in the background. <laughs> I do more research than Eric, but Eric does all the like. Eric uploads. Eric edits. Eric does all that stuff. And I think I kind of think that's. Do, do you agree? That's kind of like how we. we... No, I I actually feel like I do more work <laughs> and more research than you do before the podcast is is uh, recorded, and then I do more research and uh, editing afterwards. Um, but I do it while all while I'm working my day job as well. So. You can, you don't really have the ability to do that while you're working your day job. Go fuck yourself. Eric. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, you know what? I'm joke. I'm joking. No, no, no. I will say. You know what? He's trying to make a hee hee. Truthfully, Eric does do. You know what? And this is a this is a podcast about the podcast. Eric really does do a lot of work in the editing and uh, emailing all the other kind of like behind the the scenes stuff that has to go on to make this podcast work. I didn't tell you, I was going to tell you, I I emailed Bromask and I was like, Hey, I want us to, I want free Bromasks for you and me. I'm, I don't do any sort of maintenance. I know. I know. And I said my, our listenership and my co-host, frankly, could, could benefit from that. Uh, It makes my skin so supple after using Bromask. For one night, uh, it just it, it does the exfoliation and the hydration and my all my wrinkles that go around my. You're eyes. such a piece of shit, dude. I'm trying to tell you that I appreciate the hard work you do, and you basically saying like your skin sucks. You know my skin sucks. Look at my fucking forehead, bro. Oh God, I'm not gonna get into this. You, you look, you're a beautiful man. Go fuck yourself, Sa- Sam. Sam, you- back me up here. I've got psoriasis. Do you really think that hydration is an issue with Mick? Look at it. He's oh, that's that fair. dewy ass All right. face. Sam is, He's just Sam is constantly right. moist. Yeah, that's very true. You know what? Yes, Sam is right. Mick is self-sustaining. So I wish. I mean, well, okay. Do I have any friends here? We'll get a bro mask for Louie and then just me then. Well, I, I want one though. You can get a bro I'll give you a bro mask Actually, right now. I want to try a bro mask too because I read the ingredients and they sound They're really fucking good. great. Honestly, guys, like, oh, yes, we'll give you a bro mask for both of you. Like the things that I want out of a mask. Sponsor us, bro mask. Um, but yeah, they're expensive. Mm-hmm. When you when you go into like my bedroom, I have like a big poster of like um Scarface and like a girl on a Lamborghini. <laughs> okay, I don't I don't do masks. I'm like a I'm like a dude, you know. You know, you got you got me a huge <laughs> you got me a huge poster one time for Christmas. You got me a huge uh, purple rain poster. I did, yeah. It's like the size of that mirror. <laughs> it's gigantic. I okay. I I'll I'll tell this. I'll tell this story. Yeah, go ahead. I bought Eric like a massive poster. Like you, it is bigger than that. It is probably like twelve by like eight. It yeah. is fucking huge. It's like a movie poster. Yeah. And the reason I did it, it was like. Sixteen dollars. I don't know. Shout out to Joey from Record City. <laughs> no, it wasn't Joey. It was, was like it? I, I think I just got some deal on like a poster, like website or something. Oh, really? It, and I was like, I can't. Try, I, I like deep down, I was like, I don't think he's gonna be able to do anything. With this it's too fucking it's big. It's too fucking big. And I thought it's kind of like it's it's like half novelty slash just like it's it was such a good deal. Like I, I how could I not? $15. I thought you got it from Joey. I, I I figured you just got like that 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 homey deal. Where is it now? It's in my it's in my office right now. It's not hung up because it, I can't find <laughs> I can't find a frame for it. It's gigantic. I mean, you could just put it up. But I that's the thing is like I wallpaper. Feel like I don't want to do that though because I, I don't want to fuck it mm. up because it's a huge, uh, like cinema grade poster. What size? 
let's take it to Michael's. Get it custom. Yeah, I'll pay four hundred dollars for <laughs> fucking Michael's. Stuff. Oh my god, four hundred dollars. Can we talk about frame prices? Please, bro. Here, please, Louis, just make please. one. Louis, Louis, this isn't your segment, but I want you to jump back in. I'm going to give you 30 seconds to talk about the prices of frames. Louis has more frames than anybody I know. These fucking frames. Are you kidding me? Honestly, they're not that bad at Michael's if you buy the plastic ones. But if you want anything quality, you're paying like 50 or more per frame. So if you have like, 50 only oh. for a custom frame, it's like $300. Where, okay, that's you're you're fucking up buying custom frames, first of all. What do you mean? Mick got me a fucking a custom like a uh, matinee poster, like a huge like cinema poster. It's like, what's what's the what's the the dimensions, dimensions on it? I, I bought it this for him. Like, um, yeah, it's huge. <laughs> it's like it's like seven feet. Long. Oh my fucking god! See, I'm I'm talking like typical like eighteen by twenty four. No, this is like it's like six posters, eight by eight, ten by ten. It's like 10 four by feet by like, seven feet. It's huge. yeah, that's fucking insane. Like I don't think you can get anything reasonably priced for that much. Okay, my third. I'm, so my paying, a, I'm paying a grand. Hold Honestly, on. it's 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 a couple hundred dollars. It's like when uh, when Conan O'Brien bought somebody a horse because to fuck him over. When Johnny Carson bought Conan O'Brien a horse, and you're paying more money to upkeep the fucking horse than anything else. Listen, Eric will spend four hundred, six hundred, nine hundred dollars on a base. Okay, uh, he can buy a frame, but also, can we talk about the fact that the only thing it reminds me of is the uh, movie. So I Married an Axe Murderer. Oh, you love that movie. Uh, I do love that movie. And there's a part where he goes into her apartment and she has a giant poster of Atlantic City. Okay, AC. Yeah. Uh, we look. <laughs> Sam, Atlantic City. I've actually never been there. Really? You've never been to AC? Okay. Uh, and he makes a joke about it. And all I can think about is like, oh, like it probably cost her a ton of money to frame that and hang that up on her wall. But that's 90s prices though. Uh, So like $20. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But Sam is a a from uh, homegrown from the Garden State. Oh yes, well, I mean, I was born in the Philippines, and then what part of the Philippines? Uh, San Juan. <laughs> oh, okay. It's like I'm near sorry. I, I was like, I was like, I, well, I'm Filipino as well. This is like okay. Fili- this is a Filipino podcast. Did you not know that Sam was Filipino? No, I knew that. I didn't know when she was born <laughs> in the Philippines. I didn't know what part of the Philippines. I always thought that I, when I was born, we immigrated to uh, New York when I was one years old. Apparently, uh, Mick learned at uh, my cousin's wedding that it was only like a week after I was born oh, that wow. we all like, as like a huge like family just uh, like immigrating to the states oh, it was wow. crazy I had no idea I don't know why I thought that that's cr- a week you were a carry-on they just shoved you in the in the <laughs> thing. anchor baby <laughs> um yeah uh I think this is we're having a good time this is like a good like retrospective of the podcast true how do you feel Eric are you emotional I'm cr- I'm crying. Don't don't call me out. I'm crying my eyes out. You are your 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 eyes are very puffy. Yes. What do you? But th- thankfully, I've got a bro mask to kind of get all that that <laughs> swelling down after this is after this is done. What do you? Do you guys have any questions for us or like or each other or anything? Do you guys have anything you want to? I don't have questions. I feel like you guys could go like more in depth about things, and you aren't. Um, in terms well, of what's boy? your question? What do you in want terms to go? Of Fall Out Boy, like you didn't ask us what our favorite Fall Out Boy. Uh, what's your favorite Fall Out Boy song? Is or whatever. I'll let Sam go first. Sam, Sam. Um, I don't have a favorite. I like I like a lot of them. Yeah. Well, no, there are some like really bad uh, ones that I top, do not like. Top of mind, like. What's your top of mind favorite Fall Out Boy song? Um. The gin, of all the, the gin joints in the world. world. You're just Louis. That's a great song. 
But you, like, like we said, you, you like Folly do a lot, and you and you love so much for Stardust. You're always listening. Do you to like it. so much for Stardust? Honestly, yes. That's I've been listening to that, um, like most of the time when I'm listening to music. Uh huh. Um, it's a good album. It's it is on a good album. My like on repeat on Spotify, and most of the album is on it, except for the ones I don't like, like Heaven Iowa. Heaven Iowa is not great. Um, um. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Ethan Hawke one, and Pink I, I just don't like those. But uh, a good chunk of that album is on there, and I I really do like it. I feel like it's a good mix of they're a little bit grown up, and they're not just like um talking about fame and love, and right. at least they're the. Like you said, the songwriting is a little bit better where they're really thinking things through. But there's a lot of like pandemic talk, which I don't right. well, love. Re- yeah. But, you know, how else do you make an album now? It's just always. Yeah. Well, maybe not always, but I don't know. At least I, for I, in, I really this, in this era, it's sort of like top of mind. I yes. Guess. Yeah. Yes. Um. So, no, that's that's uh that album is really up there for me. What about you? Um, I don't know the name to my favorite song. You do. Can you sing? Can you sing a few bars for me, um, please? It's that one. Mm, you know it. Keep telling myself. Keep telling myself. No. No. <laughs> Just start uh, singing one, Weezer. Uh, hold on. Hold on. Let me think about it. It's the, the one sun where is I think it's like the, the, the sixteen no. candles song. Oh, a little less sixteen candles, how a little do, more me. I don't blame you. For me. Yes, you. it's a little less six and candles, a little more uh, touch me. I love that song. I know you guys don't like it, but I think that song is good. You call yourselves vampire hunters. And I think it's fun. And when I listen to it, it gives me a little who a little fun hoo-ha. That's the the, the first introduction to the the wider uh fueled by ramen slash decadence uh universe. You've got uh the the guys from uh what's it called? What's that album? Academy is. Academy is, thank you. <laughs> And uh, the Panic of the Disco Boys are there. Are just they? the one, just uh, Brendan. just Brent, Brendan. Brendan's there. Yes. Oh well, also yeah, and I also like that other song on that album. Of uh, from Under the Cork Tree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I like that one. Dance, dance. <laughs> I like That's that other song on that album. Under the Cork Tree. Yeah. Uh, I like the one that you guys were talking about earlier, where Pete does a like a spoken word poem. Oh yeah, I can't remember the name of that song because we're so good at it. Eric, we look we, it up. Play the song. We, we love Fall Out Boy yeah, so much. Actually, you should play, play a fucking Fall Out Boy song. I would love to play a Fall Out uh, Boy song. I'm gonna try and help you find it because I think you're also gonna have a hard time. <laughs> uh, I will know it when I see it. Isn't it at like the end of a song? Yeah. For day one, I dreamed about getting out, but yeah. not. Well, which one is it? Is it champagne? It's isla- I, uh, It's uh, get busy living or get busy dying. Is it? Yeah. Yes, actually, I think it is. All right, I'll play a little bit right now. We can't hear it. Mix stop. It is that one. It is that song. It's a good song. I mean, it's not a good song, but it's very memorable. About how my worst fears are letting out. He said, "Why put a new address on the same old loneliness when breathing just passes the time." Until we oh, all just get, get old, old and, and die. die. Now talking's just a waste of breath. And, and living's just a waste, waste of death. death. And why put a new address on the on same old loneliness? loneliness. And, this and this is you and me, and me and you. Until we've got nothing left. I the crowd. Damn, that song's fucking good. <laughs> yeah, I like that song. And you go right into XO, the, the album closer. But I like most of the songs on this album. I like Champagne for my real friends, Real Pain for my sham friends. Of course. What was uh, that? What was the term that you called that for? It was a. It wasn't a palindrome. You had an actual literary term for it. 
Isn't it w- just was a pun? I, was I four vodka sodas in and wearing you my sunglasses? Four vodka sodas then I have no idea. Yeah. Okay. Well. Good thing. Good thing we have a record of me saying it that someone can go back and listen to. That's true. I palindrome I is a good song. It is a good song. Was it I palindrome I? Yeah, by they might be giants. Ah, okay. Because I'm the snakehead chasing the the head on the other side. Mm-hmm. I like the part about the dad. <laughs> Anyway, this is from the Dork Tree. Um, Your go-to source for the band Fall Out Boy. Keep talking about Fall Out Boy. I love Fall Out Boy. Ask me questions about Fall Out Boy. See how I feel. How do you feel about Fall Out Boy? I, I think they're good. I liked So Much for Stardust a lot. Just like Sam. Did you like the they're, middle of So Much for Stardust? I don't remember it. I only listened to it <laughs> once through that entire time. So you only listened to the album all at once. I'd see a records and I liked it. That's the only time you listen to so much for Stardust. Sam's been listening to it her whole fucking the whole yeah. year. I was like, oh, this is a good album. I know that I like it, and that's all I need. I have a good question for women. Which one of the four boys do you think makes the me- makes the best father? Ooh, that's an easy Ooh, answer. Fuck Mary Kill. Hold on. Patrick Stump, obviously, is the best father. Father. Well, maybe if you want to raise a sissy. That's true. I, I'm so sorry. I'm just really, I don't know why I said that. to fucking raise your kid. All right. Fuck, Mary kill. Both of you girls. Uh, Andy, Patrick, Joe. Can you pull up photos Pete. of all of them right now currently? I mean, I can pull up one photo of them. Yeah, like a picture of all four of them currently. <laughs> and Go, I will tell you. Get like six or seven pictures with only, and all of them only have like two members in every picture. Well, I'll ask you guys the same question after we answer. We've Mick and I've already, yeah, we already, done, we've already done the the FMK. Thanks for listening. <laughs> I already said I don't listen. <laughs> Sam, you do listen to the show, the episodes, though. I do listen. Shout out to you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's nice to listen to it when you post it in the group chat. You're always so proud, like, oh, listen to my podcast with my buddy. It, it's more so. I I just want to let Mick know without telling him, like, hey, I edited the podcast here. It's it's out now. I get I get notifications. All the podcasts I follow, I get notifications that they this that it's they've released. Okay, yes, this is on. them like two days ago. Ooh. All right, I'll let you look at this. and I'll show it to Sam as well. Oh my goodness! I don't think Sam is going to partake in this game. We're going to do a fuck Mary kill. Okay. With the boys from Fallout Boy. Who is that? That's don't Joe just, Troman. Okay. So secret. Lee Guitar. Who is that? That's Andy Hurley. He is a drummer. Okay. Oh my God, fake fan. <laughs> Listen, I don't know the Lee names of anybody but Pete and Patrick. I know what they look like. Okay. Okay, I'll go first. Okay. I would fuck Pete. Wow. I would, I would marry Patrick. Okay. And I would kill... Who's the redhead? <laughs> Andy? I guess Andy. the closest would be the... And Joe just gets, you know... He used to just hang out there. Oh, no, no, no. I would kill Joe. Okay. And Andy gets to hang out there. Okay. That's fair enough. Sam? I will abstain. Sam, come on. I don't like this game. Okay. If you don't like it, that's fine. It is an archaic game, Eric. It is archaic, but you also did it. Wait, I'm archaic. Who I'm did stupid. you guys choose? Since I don't listen to your we guys both married. We Sa- both married Patrick. Sam is the best of us. Sam does not lower herself to to these. <laughs> the three of us, we're idiots. It's okay. It's fine that we do this. Sam Sam is not gonna uh, uh, subject okay, herself to this kind of stuff. 
I think uh, when Mick and I did it, Mick and I both married Patrick. We uh, we fucked Andy, and we killed we killed Pete. I think. I think it was something like that. Yeah, yeah. It was something close to that. I am only going based off aesthetics. Like Pete is the most attractive. In my oh opinion. wow! Okay. In my personal opinion. Okay. He's got a weird like. You know, ambiguousness to him. The androgyny. No, he just, you're like, I don't know if he's what. There's definitely some Filipino in there. He looks like a guy who probably is cool. Yeah, that's fair. And would be handsome in bed. What okay. a, what a, breath of, a, a breath of fresh air to get a woman's perspective on this podcast. Truly. We're just two idiot men have just basically just been like, this song sucks. That is true. Yes, but and I... We make jokes about sucking each other's dick. I think literally all of us agree that Patrick is just a good A sweet dude. baby angel. Like, we all like Patrick. Yes, I agree. What if he has some, like, fucked up fantasies? Or, like, you he has some, like, real, really something, like, problematic that you don't even know about. You, you don't know. You know who's got fucked up fantasies? Who? Joe Troman. I saw, he, used to be on, he used to be on Tumblr all the time just reposting, like, bondage and shit. Really? Yeah. He didn't mention that in his book. Well, he wouldn't. He wouldn't, would he? Well, no, that's true. Oh, wait, yeah. Who wrote his book for him? I think actually Joe did like most of the book. Yeah. yeah so Sam Sam read Joe Troman's book. Do you want to? Do you want to give a little fifteen second? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, oh, I don't want to. I don't want to tell you how long to talk, but I, I wish I could. <laughs> um. Well, I listened to the audiobook. I feel like that is very different from actually reading a book. Yeah. Um. Because uh, famously, I do not read. Um, Hell yeah! Hell yeah! I don't have the attention span for it, honestly. Um, but I did listen to it um, a couple times. It, he he's led an interesting life. Yeah, I think. Um, I think it would be a good read to kind of get a different perspective of like it, them beginning and the kind of struggles that you kind of go through when you shoot to fame like that. Yeah. Um. I I I enjoyed the audiobook. It kind of got me into different audiobooks for sure. Mm. Um. For whatever reason, you know, you just have those ADHD fixations. Mm. But no, it was. Good. I would recommend it. It's free on Libby. Too bad we're done with Fallout Boy and we just don't have the time to. <laughs> no, no, no. We might, we might listen to it at some point. We probably should. I want to say I really enjoyed just all of us just kind of like this free flowing conversation that we're having. This is a celebration of, quite frankly, one of the best podcasts that has ever existed. It's honestly the most complete podcast covering the band Fallout Boy and emo music from the early 2000s. I mean, Louis was telling me that when he his favorite podcast is obviously the Joe Rogan Experience. Yes, <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> and he was he was saying earlier when before we started recording, he was like, "I wish Jordan Peterson had a podcast." I fucking hate both of you. <laughs> this, this is not true. But I was gonna say we're second. Yeah, and then number three is the Theo Vaughn, of course, the Rat King. Yes. Um, what do you guys think? What, what do you, this is, I want to give both of you, the wives, the opportunity to say one last thing about fallout boy. Um, this is, this is public record. This is going to like the library of Congress, whatever you want to say about fallout boy, say it now or forever. Hold your peace. Can I ask just a question in general? I would love to answer a question because that gives me more time to talk. Yes. Uh, what is your favorite emo band from the early 2000s? I don't know how to answer that. Genuinely. <laughs> I'm, I've hinted at this in the past. I don't love calling those bands emo bands. Like, I don't consider Hawthorne Heights an emo band. I don't consider Most of the City soundtrack an emo band. That is not emo to me. 
Um, I, I don't like to be like divisive in that way. I think Taking Back Sunday is the only band that you can consider emo from that genre. All right. Let me rephrase my question. What is your favorite band from the early 2000s? Motion City Soundtrack. Eric? I'm going to say Inter- Interpol, honestly. Samantha? I don't really have a good frame of reference for time. Um, like, if you say early 2000s, like, is, is Fall Out Boy early yeah, 2000s? Yeah, that's early 2000s. Yeah, I would say that. Okay. Uh, Sa- honestly, I would. I don't want to speak for my wife, but it's the killers. Sam's answer is the killers. Oh, true. Are they really early 2000s? Yes, yeah, they're early 2000s. Carlita? Mine's the Postal Service. <laughs> that's fair. The, the, what, what is, like, I mean, the Killers started playing like their first shows in like 2001 One, or 2002. Yeah, it was early. The first kind of demos came out in like 2003-ish, right? For Hot Fuss? Yeah. Hot Fuss came out in like 2001. Hot is it really 2001? I want to say so, No, yes. I don't no? think so. But yes, uh, I in that case, I would say the Killers for I would sure. say the early, Killers is early, easily a 2000. They're early 2000s. Yeah, it's, it's, sure. it's okay. So, Sam loves the Killers. Sam loves the Killers more than Fall Out Boy. She is a... 2004. Okay. 2004 was Hot Fuss. Sam, Sam is a... Early 2000s. They were formed in 2001. Yeah, okay. So. And then and then Sam sounds 2007, I want to say. Mm. We're playing uh, Wifey by the band Next as, a, <laughs> as our outro song. <laughs> Um, Sam, this is uh, Carly asked a question with her, with her, with her, with her uh, last statement. What do, what do you have to say? This, the floor is yours. I would love for Fall Out Boy to come to Las Vegas and oh perform. Yes, because I don't want to go to Anaheim on my wedding anniversary <laughs> to go see them. But that's all. Well, I talked to Eric about it, and we're going. We're good. We're good. <laughs> we're going. <laughs> we'll figure it out. How are you, Carlito? You any closing closing thoughts? I had my closing thoughts. I like you guys. I'm glad you did a a, a podcast about Fall Out Boy. I'm really curious to know what you guys are doing next. Well, listeners, you'll you'll be the first to know. <laughs> uh, if you'd like to send us an email, you can send us an email at dorktreepod at gmail.com. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at dorktreepod and uh, Grand Theft Potom on Twitter. Do you have anything for Sam? You should just do a poll. Just put it out there. We should see, do see, see what people are. You don't have to do that. Just like see what they like. Okay. Make you close the fuck out within 30 seconds before the song by next ends. Um, sincerely, thank you everyone who's listened to this fallout boy experience. Um, I'm glad it's brought us all closer. Everyone in this room, Eric, thank you for all the heavy lifting uh, that you do. I enjoy fallout boy, the ups, the downs, the, the, va- the peaks and the valleys. Um, Thank you for the memories. All y'all guys. Sam, start fucking clapping or I'm going to... I'm not clapping. Oh, I guess the Filipinos don't have to clap. <laughs> I'm clapping. I don't know how that's going to sound. I don't know either. So I'm just not going to do it. I'm not going to contribute to something like that. See, see you next week in some capacity. <laughs> And we're back. This is from one of the door tree, and this is I want to dance with somebody who loves me by Whitney Houston. I want to dance with somebody I who loves me. Dance with somebody. I want to dance with somebody who loves me. Once again, uh, thank you guys for the episode. Uh, if you guys want to reach out and send us an email, you can reach us at doortreepod at gmail.com. 
Uh, Twitter, we are at Grand Theft Potum. And on Instagram, we are available at DoorTreePod. Uh, you can also send us an email, or I guess you could, you can also reach out to us on Ko-Fi. And uh, we are at ko-fi.com slash DoorTreePod. You can buy stickers, t-shirts, all that good shit. Uh, I guess I'll just cap us off on the episode. Mick, do you want to say any last words or close us the fuck out? I mean, you can just text me. You text, what's, your, what's, your te- what's your phone number? 702. You can just send me a text if you want. We should do like a text. We should do like a text mix, uh, Mick. A text Mick segment. Yeah, just text me. That's what I'm saying. Just text me. Call him, beep him if you want to reach him. <laughs> Page me. Yeah. We were talking about pagers a couple days ago. Not you and I. But I was like, a pager is basically like receiving a text message and you can see who sent you the text message. Yeah. But you can't see what the text message is and you can't reply. It's really the best of both worlds, honestly. <laughs> hey, look, you know, we're in the middle of our um, Fallout Boy uh, so long, farewell, abusing, goodbye, extravaganza. Um, uh, we're, we're recording a lot of stuff. And, you know, I just want to say thanks for the memories. We're having a blast. We're, this is really just a house party. It's kind of like Fallout Boy house party vibes. Kind of, yeah. We're like, we're like tub thumping. <laughs> so, look, uh, you, there's more to come. Uh, the best band ever be on Crass Records. Remember the band Crass? I remember Crass, yes. They were on Crass Records. Anyway, look, thanks for the memories. I don't, Do you remember Chumbawamba? They, they came up with an album. They were like, we're not going to release until Margaret Thatcher dies. And then she died, and they finally released the album. I don't remember that. Because they used to be like an anarcho-punk band. Oh, yeah. Fucking Margaret Thatcher. Stand down, Margaret. <laughs> um, look, thanks for the memories, guys. We're, we'll be back. We're, we're coming back. I don't know. I don't know when you're listening to this. But we're gonna we'll be, be doing a, a Chumbawamba podcast <laughs> after this. Um, so long. Thanks for all the shoes. <laughs>